Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pasta Mania, your wrestling time capsule. As always, I am your host, Adam, joined by Jesse. <laughs> cool. All right, and noobs. The fucking Bills beat the Vikings 27 to <laughs> 6, and I'm happy. I'm not happy. I was I'm about fucking to say, mad, and I don't know the difference between. <laughs> I'm different. The difference between happy and mad is lost to me as a human being. I can't believe what are emotions I, except I disappointment. I can't believe the Bills. Like I can't believe we are one bad Vikings loss away from noobs just cutting a Scott Steiner promo. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be bad. You watch. Oh God. <laughs> Also, I'm, Not I'm all right there with you, too. Yeah, I got you, noobs. Oh, boy. Dear, <laughs> fucking Allen, their quarterback, 15 for 22 on their attempts. Cousins, 40 for 55. Oh, God. And he's still lost. No, just, okay, sorry. Football, <laughs> wrestling, it's all the same. It's all entertainment. Exactly. It's all scripted. Boy. It's fine. Oh, God, it's so good. Uh, so, I guess <laughs> Dude, I don't have to ask like, I can imagine doing. your face if someone yep. just told you, yep. like, football is scripted. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine, just like, you're just like what? rooting for the Vikings and some dipshit walks up. You know it's fake, right? You know it's fake, right? Oh the Vikings God. are the Becky Lynch of the NFL. <laughs> That's adorable. Except you Becky sweet Lynch man. fucking wins the title. We just have to go heel. Zimmer has to stab someone out <laughs> on the field. I was about to say, Let's Becky Lynch won the shit. title. Fuck. Oh my God. The Vikings never oh. won the title, yeah. Be You're making me understand football way more, by the way. Oh, it's perfect. God, we're just going to do, like, we're going to do a bonus episode one day where we're just going to go in hard on, like, football and wrestling metaphors. Make make the most self-indulgent, least accessible show in history. But we that is, really that's Teddy always Long. been my goal. True. Uh, also, for those of you just joining us, we watched uh, TNA Hard Justice. Uh, we are going through Delicious. Samoa Joe's TNA title run. And, uh, so yeah, we're at Hard Justice 2008, August 10th, 2008. Let's get, let's get a little bit, go Ooh. back in time. Number one song, Still I Kissed a Girl. This is the first time we've had repeat number ones. Uh, every other time. I mean, that was a banger. So that was a, that was a huge song. Big deal. A big deal. Uh, the, uh, WWE pay-per-view that month was SummerSlam. Uh, CM Punk won the, won his first world title. Off of JBL. No, it wasn't his first world title because he won it money in the bank. Anyway, he won the world title off of JBL. Uh, oh, yeah. Triple oh, H beat wow, Great Kali. What? What a great match that, that like, had to have been. Like, to retain the WWE title. And I don't main, remember this at all. The main event was Undertaker beating Edge in a Hell in a Cell. Oh, uh, when, he, when he throws him straight yep. to Hell. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, the number one movie, August 10th, 2008. Is uh? Would it have been Iron? No, Iron Man was in May. Um, no, not yet. No. God. things. Forever. There's no. Oh shit! Perfect night. See to them. You're just a freak. Like me. I'm gonna be indulgent just let this go. Just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because we haven't talked about this movie enough. What do we got? Nothing. No name, no other alias. Oh. Clothing is custom. Nothing in his pockets but knives and lint. Evening comes. 
Commissioner. Why so serious? Where is he? People are dying. What would you have me do? Endure. You can be the outcast. You can make the choice that no one else will face. The right choice. Gotham needs you. A little fight in you. I like that. Then you're gonna love me. Now that's more like it, Mr. Wayne. Yeah, like I still vividly can remember sitting in my bedroom in like March or April 28, 2008 and watching that trailer for the first time. Like I will never forget just oh, how yeah. I felt when I watched that. Given just audio, um, Christian Bale sounds like Mark Ruffalo. I could see that, yeah. But yeah, like yeah. it's, oh my God. And J Jesse and I actually talked about The Dark Knight earlier today. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's that's the number one movie. Um, just to get you in the mindset, God, that trailer's just so good. I watched Dark Knight not that long ago. That movie still holds up so well. Oh, of course it does. God, it's a masterpiece. Any right. movie, any movie shot on an IMAX, yeah, will even though that movie most of it wasn't shot on IMAX, but yeah, any movie that takes the time to do that, yep. you know it's gonna hold up. Yep. Okay, thanks, so thanks, Nolan. <laughs> we are in Trenton, New Jersey. <laughs> Oh boy, are we in New Jersey? There's the Jets yeah. fan right in the front of the yep. goddamn crowd. There <laughs> is somewhere between 2,300 and 3,500 people there, depending on who you ask. Okay. 35,000 people watching at home. It is Heart Justice 2008. Dun, it's time dun. to start the show. Ooh. Justice, I'm gonna come at you like I never came at anybody before. <coughs> Hard Justice. The okay, that was like Pokemon, right? No, Mega like, Man 2. Mega Man 2. Oh, shit. One of the okay. best like, video games of all here. time. You, you, like, that's the title screen. That is, like, the, like, logo that You were plays. about to call me something so bad. Like, I don't know Mega Man, like, at all. I'm no, sorry. it's fine. I, I don't, I haven't played a ton of Mega Man, but that's one of my favorite, like, it's so, it just fucking hypes me up. Anyway, the video package starts with a Law & Order parody. Oh, boy, here we go. Uh, yeah. It runs down the big matches on the card. Angle versus AJ in the Last Man Standing match. Team 3D versus Christian and Rhino in a New Jersey street fight. Booker T versus Joe in a Six Sides of Steel weapons match. 
Uh, also, it highlights Sting versus everyone, apparently. Yeah, we start There's the show. There's fucking everyone. We start the show not with a match, but with a video. Sting walking into the arena as the interviewer lady begs him to answer, and he just ignores her. Well, okay. here's the thing. So, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Um, okay, so you jumped ahead, I guess, to ignore it. But yeah, so my first thing, my first note is I can't. I just simply can't <laughs> to uh, quote Cletus from Simpsons. Cause the fucking Law and Order thing starts, and I just yeah. I just break yep. down for a minute because yep. I'm it like, was... and then they keep oh doing God. the trash can yep. noise, don't, and I'm just like, yep. I can't. Yeah, I was just like, oh, this is a night. This is uh and then Filthy and Grandmaster Kaz. Yes, okay, and then so it, just, it filthy, just keeps going. Filthy and uh. Grandmaster Kaz welcome us to the show, wrapping down the ramp to the ring. Every time you think the song is gonna end, they start another verse, and uh, then. All of those white teenagers just yep. head nodding in the crowd like they're the next yep. Slim Shady, just they were, going with it. Oh, they were showing Ooh. their appreciation through silence. Like, they were trying to do a call and response <laughs> with them. Like, when I say TNA, you say TNA. But, like, listen, the audience was responding, but the music was so loud, you couldn't yes. hear the audience. Yeah. So they just had to cut the music. Uh, yeah. The poster. No, absolutely. The poster advertised uh, a live musical performance with Ice-T. Who was not there and was replaced what? with Grandmaster Kaz. Yeah, Grandmaster Kaz was supposed to be Ice-T. But, like, travel things. Like, he was not able to get there, so they had to replace him. That's, That's amazing. Hilarious. Fantastic. All right. Instead of, because, uh, like, uh, usually we, get to, we cut to DW and Mike today uh, after the first match to run down the car. But they run down it for us before that. Uh, and you know there's only one way to get it on God damn it. Uh, this is where Every we learn where Scott Steiner is, because it's been a while. He tore his ACL. Uh, they I said, heard rehabbing, and I thought something else. No, yeah, that too. <laughs> I, I have written here, out first is Consequences Creed, draped in the American flag, looking like Noob's tag team partner. I was about to say, like, my first note is Creed is the champion. Oh, my God, this <laughs> outfit. I need it. I need everything. Yes. Oh, it's beautiful. Yep. So out next is Canadian, you know, Maple Leaf Muscle, Petey Williams with Rocket Con. Like, listen, Diner's out. Can we just let Petey be Petey? Please? Like, nope. Gotta get over by himself, man. Just let Petey be Petey. I looked up Rocket Con. Her <laughs> real name is Ter... Tr- Terranisha Biggers <laughs> at six foot two. It's just like how, like how, how was your perfect name of a last name, but how bad of a last name right? is that? Like, yeah. that seems like somebody in like, like Louisiana in 1955 hit the wrong button on their typewriter and they ended up anyway. Uh, immediate shenanigans as as Rocket Khan gets on the ring apron, causing the ref to shoo her off. Really? Well, yeah. When yep. the announcers know that Rakakan is going to interfere, why yep. isn't the ref in on this? Yep. Shouldn't the ref be told God. this beforehand? The, like, the refs <laughs> in TNA are inept. We start off with a fantastic chain wrestling. Like, just both mm-hmm. guys jockeying for position. Woods taking advantage of some arm drags and some flip over headlock. God, the, like, it's X Division, man. These guys are so good. Like, great beautiful. Both guys bounce off the ropes, leapfrog each other. Petey goes for a springboard off the ropes that Woods rolls under. Then Petey recovers on all fours. Woods runs up, uses Petey's back as a springboard to jump up and deliver an elbow. Oh, God, yes. 
Petey fights back and yeah. sets up Woods for the Canadian Destroyer to a massive pop. And yeah, they a react massive, so a every single boo. time. That is who fights out of it. The crowd is so for Petey they when loved it's Petey. unreal. Like, Woods delivers a not great suicide dive to Petey on the outside. He didn't get enough height and cracked the back of his head on the apron. Yeah, you mean, you man, mean that Woods bad. got saved by his afro on Pretty that much. suicide dive? Pretty like, much. Yeah. But he got, like, up on the apron to let everybody who knew he was okay, and the crowd popped hard for it. Like, this crowd was hot all night. Uh, yeah, it was a good crowd. Petey whips Woods into the quarter, but Woods counters it by sliding out of the ring. He gets up on the apron, and Petey hits him with a sliding drop kick. Woods recovers, and Petey hits him with a springboard Hurricane Rana from the ring to the floor on the outside. Ugh. Awesome. So also, just in case anybody doesn't know, I'm referring to what Consequences Creed as Xavier Woods. Uh, I have, like, that's probably well known, but like I realized I didn't point that out because I think every time he showed up before we pointed it out. So yeah, I'm not going to call Creed him Consequences. Like young, young, like Very 22 young. year old Woods. Yeah. Right, so I'm not going to call him Consequences Creed. He's a savior Woods. Uh, yeah. they, so Woods and, and, and Petey start trading punches, and oh my God, the crowd is so behind Petey. You get the traditional yay and boo from the crowd as the competitors deliver strikes, but they were some of the loudest and clearest I have ever heard. Usually, you have some boos mixed in with the yays and some yays mixed in with the boos. Nope. This crowd is yeah, no. 100% on Petey's side. There's like one... They're there for the pump. Yep. There's one moment when Don West just goes, for some reason he can hear it and he knows that the crowd is behind him. Yep. Gee, I wonder, Don. Right? I fucking uh, wonder. Woods, I, I didn't yeah. realize how bad Don was. Don, Don West is not very good. Like he's entertaining, but he's like he's not like JBL bad. Like he's bad. He's coach bad. I don't even know. Like I feel like he's bad but entertaining, and but like JBL and Coach were never entertaining to me. They were just kind of like I don't know. I, I think yeah. it's just because I think it's because Tanae is so good. He brings up Don West. Uh, Tanae throws Don under the bus a couple times during this pay per view. He does because he's listen. He's a Mike, Mike Tanae. He's he's a crusty no, old fine. man. Like I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Woods it's begins fine. to take advantage. Woods begins to take advantage, and the audience responds with a huge "Let's go, PD!" chant. Uh huh. PD hits Woods with a Russian leg sweep <laughs> and motions for the Canadian Destroyer, which means he's not gonna hit it. He gets Woods in position and jumps, but rolls through with Woods taking advantage with a kick. Woods gets PD in a gorilla press position, and he drops. And as he drops, and PD lands on his feet and counters it into a sharpshooter. Again, huge pop. Yeah. Woods crawls to the ropes. Before he reached the rope, Petey grabs his arm, which was awesome. But Woods powers through and grabs the bottom rope to a huge chorus of boos. Woods mounts his comeback, heating Petey with a suplex and a high knee, followed by the Cree DT. He gets on the top rope and hits Petey with a beautiful top rope leg drop, but only gets a two. Rakakan gets in the ring and yells at Woods. She goes to slap him, but he counters it and hits her with a swinging neck breaker. Petey runs back in and sets up Canadian Destroyer again. To a huge pop, but Woods powers through it after Petey flips over and catches Petey with this awesome sit-out reverse pile driver. Like, Petey was, like, draped on his back, and, like, Petey's arms and legs were wrapped around uh, Woods' chest and stomach, and Woods, like, dropped to his knees. Oh, it looked so cool. I've never seen anything like that. The camera cuts to the ramp, and walking down is, oh, hey, it's Davari. Wait, what's that, Mike Denae? Why did you call him Sheikh Abdul Bashir? He it's was, because uh, it's 2008 like, and they're doing this yeah, angle like seven he, years too too late. He, he was just on the last pay per view as Davari. It's 
Okay, so Sheik Abdul racist gimmick walks down to the ring and grabs a chair, <laughs> cracking, <laughs> cracking Woods get with it, and he's as he's thrown in the ropes. Woods bounces back, sung the chair shot. Petey hits him with the Canadian Destroyer for the three in 12 minutes and 30 seconds. Davari gets a mic and grabs a cameraman and yanks him into the ring and makes him shoot Woods, saying that the red, white, and blue that Woods is wearing is broken. Woods wants to be the American dream, but he's been destroyed by the Middle East nightmare. Then his racist music plays. And when I heard that yep. racist music, my stomach dropped. Because at that <laughs> moment, I remembered that I knew a fact about Davari's run in TNA. That, for a time or two, his music began with the sound effect of an airplane crashing and exploding. Are you kidding me? That. That, I don't that remember a, that. That was a thing. I, I think it might have only been wow. like one episode of Impact where it happened. But that absolutely okay, yeah. happened. Sweet lord, I don't. Wow. Yeah. Do they not? Do mm. They not. Do you know bro, how this went know. back in two thousand five with bro, the WWE? Bro, bro. bro. We got. Yeah, I, like, are you? Oh, oh my god. Are, Jesse, are you saying we got some RR action? <laughs> do we have some? <laughs> we're gonna. We're gonna hear it right here. We're god. really gonna hear it later, my dude. My, my dude. Right my dude. Over. If you don't know. Oh my god. It's, it's God. It's, it's a thing. Uh, so overall, life is a thing that happens. Yeah. Overall, what'd you think about the match, Jazzy? Is good, straightforward. Uh, um, I think it's one of the cleanest one-on-one uh, X division matches oh, we've had. Like there was a little bit of um, shenanigans, but not that much. Right. Yeah, and it's just it's just Petey being fucking at his so best. Good. He's so good. The what'd you think? Destroyer is oh, amazing. Yes. No, what'd you it's, think, just, it's just oh. gonna be me gushing. Over that. <laughs> I have I have that as one of my notes. The Canadian story is just a great finishing move. Um, the match was amazing. I enjoyed my first it, for in seems like forever X division match that didn't have a fucked up stipulation to it. It was just <laughs> oh, a we're one gonna save that on one later. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh yeah, no, trust me. There's a there's a there's another note. Why does why does there need to be a not, stipulation not, not, not for a, every fucking yeah, yeah. match? Yeah, yeah, bro. We'll get there. Bro. We'll get there. We'll get there, bro. But yeah, no, I I loved it. It was like just good wrestling. Like it didn't have a clean finish, but like it didn't need. Like it probably needed to, but still, you're trying to get over, you know, freaking racism. Uh, but yeah, like, these two guys, <laughs> you got to get guys, over the racism, bro. These two That's guys. That's not are you use so that good. sentence wrong. That's yeah. your commas are in the wrong God. spot. These two guys are so good. Like, I, I it's. It is a testament to, like, TNA's talent division that they have gotten this X division filled with people who are incredibly, like, who have great charisma with each other. Like, you don't, like, every X division wrestler feels like can have a great match with every other X division wrestler. And that's, and part of it is because they're just really talented people, but that's hard to do. Like, yeah. You can throw you could have thrown Christopher Daniels in there, you could have thrown Kaz in there, you could have thrown any group of exhibition wrestlers in there, and it would have been this good. Like, for all you want to say about the problems of TNA in 2008, the exhibition is just this shining beacon of hope. X gonna give it to you. It's in the song. X gonna give it. Okay, uh <laughs> You're welcome. So we we cut to the back with JB and Joe. Three, two, one, Joe promo. <laughs> oh hey. Kevin Nash is here, barely being picked up on the mic. Oh, hey, Kevin, on, Kevin Nash is collecting a paycheck. Put a shirt on, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Kevin says he'll take care of Sting, so only so Joe only has to care about Booker. Like, 
There's some weird revisionist history going on. Oh, yes. Nash and Booker and all of them are acting like Joe couldn't beat Booker at Victory Road, since Booker was the one who walked out with the title after Joe was left laying. But the whole story of the match was that Joe super-duper beat Booker to the point where the refs and security had to come down and try and save him. All that yeah. is ostensibly why Sting showed up, and they have completely changed that. Like, they're, It's so weird. It's so weird. We got some good old RR action yes. right there. Oh, we man, a- when you said revisionist history, I thought you meant like um, them talking about WCW and oh, like how no, it... Because it, it, it just... They kind of make it feel. We haven't to, hit to me that at least. yet. That that really okay, kicks yeah. in. We'll get there after. Because I actually I do went wanna, ahead. Yeah, go ahead, noobs. I do want to point out when I say RR action, like the whole Russo writing yeah. thing. Yes, there are definitely other writers on the show. Absolutely. It's just Russo was the Russo is the one because everyone knows that he's there right now. It's his it's, name. It's, it was. It's, it's was the same thing. It's the same thing with uh, Road Dog him? right now. Or yeah. is it Road Dog in WWE it's right Road now Dog. on SmackDown? It's Road yeah, Dog. it's the same thing with that. It's like, yeah, you have that. You have that one person you can piss all your hate on. Yep. So I understand there's probably somebody else. Absolutely. Russo, don't tweet at me, please. <laughs> I know you can. Fuck you I if think, you do. <laughs> I think at this time, um, but the, Dixie the, defended him all the time. So oh, it's yeah. definitely she I, put she put him over in the worst way. She liked Russo a lot. I think at this time it was. Russo, Dutch Mantel, and I, Dusty might have still been there, but I can't remember. But it was mostly Russo and Dutch Mantel. Dutch Mantel was Zeb Coulter in WWE. Yeah, um, he's not great. Either. Yeah. Uh, we get a video package for the six-woman tag of the Beautiful People and Awesome Kong versus ODB, Gil, Kim, and Taylor Wilde. Uh, it's actually pretty amusing. Like, they're setting it up like a fairy tale about the beautiful people or Wicked Stepsisters, and they're teaming yeah. with Kong. It's the beauties and the beast. Like, I'm kind of into it. That's pretty good. The protectors um, of the land. Out, <laughs> out first Kim. is Tracy Brooks, who is the special guest ref of the match. Uh, anybody pick up on what her theme song is a ripoff of? No, I didn't it notice a, that. It is a ripoff of Ragdoll by Aerosmith. Go back and oh, listen really? to it. It is 100% Ragdoll by Aerosmith. Um, this is her, the beginning of her transitioning from like an in-ring competitor into, she would become the commissioner of the knockdowns, div- or the knockdowns, I've heard of, of the knockouts division. Um, so like, that's just sort of her moving in that direction. Um, Angelina Love, Velvet Sky, Awesome Kong, ODB, Gail Kim, and Taylor Wilde come out in that order. ODB I wanna point is still out, over as fuck. I want to point out. Fucking the announcer has his lines printed out yep, on a he sheet has of a paper. Piece of paper that he's reading off of. I've noticed. It's that just too. like I know. Yeah. I it's it's a women's match, man. You don't even yeah. have to say the weight. Yep. Like just At, throw. Except yeah. for Awesome Kong, just throw yep. it out there because for some reason they still do that they to this Naya. day. Because with to Naya, like, to like put her over as this big insurmountable monster. I get it. They probably have realized that yeah. they didn't do the pa- the weight for women. Ever. No, ever yeah, no, they never so do, except, except for, for Kong. The, the only ones girl. that I've seen, it's Kong and Naya. I don't know if and they ever did it for China. Yeah, I wonder it wouldn't if they shock did it me. for her. Yeah. It wouldn't shock me. I understand they obviously have gotten permission from yes. these two women to Absolutely. do this, but it just feels, feels really weird. odd to me. Yeah. I think but, part of it, though, like, I think part of it is, it, it's not like the whole, like, oh, it's passe to name a woman's weight. It's just, it, it honestly, these women are like fairly, all fairly like petite and like they're smaller, like they're not muscly. 
And so it just wouldn't sound imposing if it was, you know, out first, coming in at five feet tall and 97 pounds, Alexa Bliss. Like, that doesn't sound Oh, like... there's no way Alexa Bliss is 97 pounds. She's like, <laughs> she's not anything more than like 115. Like, she is tiny. You don't know women that are built then, man. Like That's uh, true. I don't know how much muscle weird. she's got on her. Yeah, I don't know how much muscle she's got on her. That's a good point. Yeah, like... Because I, I, I knew can guarantee somebody you, around like, her Candace size. LeRae is like a 130. Yeah, because I, I knew somebody anyway. like, around her size, but yeah, she didn't have all the muscle that Alexa probably has. Yeah, anyway. that's the thing. Like, looks like <laughs> it looks like they're skinny just because yeah. of like TV. Yeah, but it but, that they're yeah. they're built. But even so, so, even if it's still just like you know 130 pounds, like you look like it just doesn't sound imposing, especially when like the little dude male division is 205. Mm -hmm. You know. So I understand why they right. don't do it, and it makes them feel more imposing, but it does feel out of place when they do it for one but not another. Anyway. Yeah. So after anyway. an hour of backstage segments, video packages, and entrances, it's finally time for another match. Eventually, hey. ODB starts the match with Angelina Love, who tags in Velvet yeah. Sky, who spritzes ODB with some perfume. ODB takes out Velvet and grabs a thing of perfume. She smells it, and the announcers are like, is there alcohol in there? Is she going to drink it? But instead, she spritzes her crotch with it, and then tags in Gale, who goes after Velvet Sky. Whole new uh, meaning to crotch shot. Yeah, <laughs> but like, listen, man, I'm I'm real. Like, I don't know much about her before this. I'm really into ODB. Like, oh, she yeah. understands her gimmick, and she yeah. it's it's really good. No, she's uh, the best. She will always yes. for me be the most memorable one next to Gail Kim Absolutely. and Awesome Kong. Uh, the crowd is really into this match, popping hard for ODB and Kong going one on one. Kong mm -hmm. takes control, taking Gail and Taylor out with a double clothesline. But Taylor and Gale take over with a double-team move, taking Kong off of her feet. Then Kong charges at Gale on ODB, who drop and pull the top rope down, low-bridging Kong, sending her out to the floor. ODB's comeback is cut off by Raisha Saeed grabbing her foot. Kong batters ODB while Tracy kicks uh, Saeed out of, you know, you're out of here, go to the back. Uh. Crowd popped hard for it, too. Like, crowd was super into that. Uh, Tracy gets back in the ring and is confronted by Kong, who swings at Tracy, but Tracy dodges, and ODB spits in Kong's face, taking advantage of Kong. She, like, spit, like, her boost. She got, like, her flask, got a mouthful of boost, spit it in Kong's face, uh, taking advantage. But that didn't matter, because Kong immediately battered ODB and tagged in Velvet Sky. Uh, Angelina gets Gale into the corner, but refuses to break the hold, so Tracy grabs Angelina and yanks her off. Angelina yells at Tracy, who can't take it anymore, and shoves Angelina as Gale tags in Taylor Wilde, who takes out Angelina with some clotheslines, but has a pin broken up by Kong, uh, who tags in but catches a kick from Gale. And the match has dissolved into chaos. Gale is bat or Kong is battering Gale on the outside. Angelina Love is beating up Taylor Wilde in the ring. Uh, but the roll-up specialist strikes again as Taylor counters a move from Angelina into a roll-up for the win in 11 minutes and 12 seconds. What we'll did call you think small about package, brother? Brother, there you go. What did you think, noobs? I thought it was a fairly decent match for what it was. Yeah, like the absolutely. start of it, yeah. ODB is just being ODB, and it's a 2000s women's wrestling match where a move doesn't happen for the first yep. two minutes of it. But yeah, I yeah, it was it was fairly good. I feel like if you got to do that, ODB is the person to do that with. Like ODB yeah. doesn't have to do a move to have like the crowd hanging on everything she does. Uh, it, yeah. it, she's super over and she understands her gimmick in a way that honestly few wrestlers as a whole do and yeah it was I, I really enjoyed it it was a ton of fun like honestly it did like there's a match later in this card that goes around 11 minutes that felt like a half an hour and this <laughs> match really just flew by like it's uh, you, it's something I've, I've realized watching these shows that 
Like, 10 minutes is not a lot of time. It's like, what, one game of Crucible and Destiny? Half an episode of The Office? But when you're watching a bad wrestling match, 10 minutes is an eternity. But this match felt great. It was sped by. I really enjoyed it. What do you think, Jesse? Um, I think out of all the, like, um, mat- matches that we've seen so far with uh, Awesome Kong and the Beautiful People and all that stuff, this is, like, the best storytelling one. Absolutely. Um, it Everything culminated very well. I think this is probably the apex of Taylor Wilde kind of mattering overall. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Boy. Yeah, no, it's... Wow. I'm, yeah. Um, Boy. Like she has... She, yeah, she has some other stuff going on, but it's... Like I said, she's out of the yeah. company by 2010. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I never understood, like, her deal. But I was thinking, watching this match, actually, watching her specifically, it, it made me... What I felt from her, with the vibe I felt like she was trying to give off, I think they were trying to make her into a new Trish Stratus. Oh, I could see that. I, I, I think they were trying that. to immediately... Trying to mold and shoot her off and make her the next Trish Stratus, and the, you know that was a fool's errand because you yeah. can't just immediately push someone with such a small amount of experience like that. Yeah, like but, she um, and she just wasn't ready, and the crowd like the crowd had no reason to accept her as such. Yeah, especially with how fucking over ODB was, and yep. it still takes her a while. Uh, hey Jesse. Oh no. You know what happens in the next like between this pay per view and the next pay per view with the beautiful people? I have an idea. They get their third member. Oh, yeah. Do you remember the third member of the Beautiful People? Yeah, I just watched her wrestle at the nope. Young Classic. Nope. Oh, really? Nope. Their third member was Cute Kip. Remember? Oh, God, he doesn't count. He's Billy a mascot. Gunn. They call him a mascot. Billy Gunn was, t- like, teamed up what? with the Beautiful People. Yeah, yes. he becomes Cute Kip, and it's just yep. basically Mr. Ass, but he's more yep. like barbershop boy toy nonsense yep. it's, oh my god we're gonna yeah. have to deal with billy gunn looking at these two <laughs> women's butts when they enter I, the ring aren't we promoting no, them, their no, butts no, he no. promotes them it's like these also, girls are pretty also he, I, I i don't know if it's on uh, the next show but i have seen videos before of him getting in the ring with the beautiful people the same way that they do yes like, he, like he's yeah, kind of like funny. the very bad okay. stereotypical gay best friend idea yeah boy yeah he dresses like them, sort of, kind of. Yes, he does. He changes gear. It's really good. It's, I hope we see it next month because it's it's awful, but like in the best way. Like it's hilarious. Yeah, like, it's probably not him. without meaning to. Yeah, he like again. I see. I wouldn't count him because he's more of a sidekick for sure. Yeah, but still. Uh, so oh, I gotcha, we, I gotcha. We, uh, I totally we, forgot that one. We cut to the back with Devon molesting the interviewer person. Uh, mm-hmm. as, they walk, as they walk up into the rafters, the Dudley's promising that Sting is up here, and Bubba Ray loses it because he's afraid of heights, and the interviewer later just oh. mocks him about it. It was hilarious. I, th- I could have sworn she was about to make fun of Bubba for getting winded for walking up a Me set too. of stairs. I thought the same thing. <laughs> I was like, like, oh, please. <laughs> also, that's like the first bit of like personality we've seen out of her. Like, like okay, cool, awesome. Like I, I'm not interested in you before now. But like you giving that shit to Bubba, like okay, I want to see more of that. I want to see more it of was that. Great, like Lauren, all like I want to see more of that. Lauren, mesh. Yeah, yeah all three that of was them, a good segment. All three of them mesh so well. Like yes. Bubba accusing Devon of being afraid of the dark and You're shit. Afraid, you're afraid like, of the dark. You you're afraid yeah. of the dark. Okay, I'm not afraid of heights. Are you and kidding so, like, me? It was the, so good. The Dudleys get up there, and and Bubba is just calling for Steam. Like, oh Steam, we got you back. 
We're behind you no matter what. And they say that if he feels like, like it, he can, quote, you could take out that big black bat of yours. No, not you, Devon. And whack one of those guys over the head. <laughs> a great segment. God. Like, uh, so it's funny. It's just so good. Everybody, like, yep. showed their personality perfectly. Like, Lauren, the interviewer person, like, was better than we've ever seen her because she was actually, like, a character. Responded. She had fun with it. I yeah. want more of that. I really want more of that. Uh, so from there, tag team titles. Beer Money challenging LAX once again. In an episode of Impact, uh, Beer Money had a match against Christian and Rhino to determine the number one contenders for the tag titles. Team 3D interfered in that match, costing Christian and Rhino uh, and naming Beer Money the new number one contenders. I got my mind Question. on my money and my money on my beer. Out Question. First, yes. Why does there have to be glass on a table? One of the funniest it's to make things. make them look worse. It happened, there, I, I think, I actually think it happened between these two of reviews. I saw a video of it one time. It's when the Dudleys sent Christian through the glass table. And yeah. they wanted to sell it like he was cut up. So the paramedics came out with these towels that were already stained red. Like, the towels had red spots on them, so you would think they were wiping blood off of Christian because he went through the glass wow. table. It's the funniest thing ever. Oh, my God. It's just, there's that. And then second question. Why are they called Beer Money, Inc.? Is it uh, just because Storm drinks? It's because Storm is like he's the beer-swollen, uh, he's this beer-swollen Tennessee cowboy. And Bobby Roode's gimmick before this was that he was like this Wall Street, like, business. Like, he was like Robert Roode, like, oh. uh, Miss Brooks. Miss Brooks was the head of Robert Roode Incorporated. So, okay, money. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so, and beer money is just like a good term. Like, it's just this, like, weird, strange Bedfellows tag team that never should have worked, but absolutely did. Uh, so, yeah. yeah I, I, didn't, I, I didn't realize you, you didn't know why, why their name was that. News. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, didn't it, get it. They, they didn't get That's it over fine. beforehand. Like in the in the shows we watch on like lockdown and, and all that, they don't really get over that Robert Roode is supposed to be like this rich, you know, Wall Street guy. Like they, they don't like other than yeah, like his, wearing like his, a lavish um, robe. You yeah. Know? And his catchphrase used to be, It pays to be rude. <laughs> That's good. Uh but yeah, my favorite thing is like in their Titan Tron, it just says I got my mind on my money and my money on my beer. That's so good. good. I'm yeah. I'm super into beer money. But they got the they changed their theme. Uh, they got the, like the second version of their theme, so it's like more of a rock theme. Like it doesn't go straight into James Storm's just existing theme, which I love James Storm's old theme. Uh, out next are Champions LAX with Filthy performing their theme song. All right, boy. The, the story of this match is that so they put Homicide through a glass table by mere money, injuring his eye, even though the, his lower back went through the table. But I digress. Uh, we start off with LAX going after beer money before the bell even rings. Lots of walk and brawl, just like around the rings to get things going. Homicide gets rude in the ring, and the bell rings. Away we go. The crowd is hot for this match. Huge beer money, LAX, dueling chance. Both these teams mm -hmm. are over. The crowd is here for it. James Storm tags in and gets sent to the ropes. Hernandez leapfrogs him, and Homicide catches him in this beautiful spinning neck breaker. And Hernandez gets Storm in a great like a 90 second delayed vertical suplex like i can't imagine how that feels to like be up there for so long all your blood rushing to your head and how do you get out of it you get slammed onto a wrestling mat um oh i have <laughs> i have in my notes the cutest thing in the world is when homicide taps her yes! tummy to let him fall back for the ultra hes hesitation <laughs> suplex. It's a, and 
they do it a lot. Like that's a common thing, and it's so like it's just yep. adorable. Yeah, it's he's like, all like, right, man, let's, let's go. It, like, something good. like that comes up later in this match. Uh, Homicide Sin stormed to the outside, taking out Bobby as well. He goes for a sliding kick to the outside, but Beer Money avoid it and double team him, but eat a ridiculous suicide dive from Hernandez, who lands yeah. on his feet from a suicide Fucking. dive, like thundering. That was awesome chant for the fans showing their appreciation. Uh, Beer I don't Money... understand why they never put the title on him. I really don't. He fucking had it. Yeah. He's so great. Beer Money finally take control as they double-team Homicide and slow the, slow the match down a bit. Homicide is wearing a bandage near his eye from the bump he took on Impact when he went through the glass table. Uh, Storm gets him on the ropes and yanks the bandage off, and the camera gets this great shot of his pristine, cut-free face. Uh, right before Bobby <laughs> shoves his thumbs into Homicide's eye. Like, you can tell there isn't a blemish on his face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> double team suplex from Beer Money to Homicide, homicide, which they follow with celebration. Let's see if we can let's see if we can call in response. Jesse, James Storm yells. Beer. Noobs. Bobby Roode yells. Money. Got it. Also, we uh, we comment on our lockdown episode <laughs> about how Bobby. <laughs> we commented <laughs> on our lo uh, uh, lockdown episode about how Bobby in 2008 is a bit squishier than Bobby in 2018, but like he's changed some stuff up and like the four months between because he's like looking cut in this match he looks way better than he did back at lockdown uh see that's what beer really does yes store one of my favorite things so so wade barrett went from like kind of squishy to cut from marble and they asked him like what was the big change you did to like change your look and he was just like stop drinking beer <laughs> <laughs> that was the big change he made uh storm gets homicide up in a fireman's carry position and goes to hit him with a swinging neck breaker but in sweats instead swings him onto the top rope and hits him with a draping ddt that was so good yeah that was, oh, was so good <laughs> i was just like that's about the sexiest thing i've seen right for a while <laughs> Rude goes up to the top for a frog, frog splash, and Homicide rolls out of the way, sending both teams up for a hot tag. Storm runs to LAX's corner and eats a flying shoulder tackle from Hernandez, and both members of Beer Money get lariats and back body drops from Hernandez. Hernandez hits Beer Money with a double clothesline and tags in Homicide, who hits Beer Money with a double drop kick. Like, from the top, like, he gets on the top, jumps down, and hits each member of Beer Money with a different, like, with one of his legs. So good. Uh, and then, um, oh god. I forgot where I was. Hey, <laughs> Homicide goes up top again and gets his leg grabbed by Jackie. He kicks her off and hits Storm with a frog splash for a two count. Spine buster to Homicide from Rude. Gorgeous. Neck breaker to Rude from... Oh, this is a great sequence. Spine buster to Homicide from Rude. Neck breaker to Rude from Hernandez. Backstabber to Hernandez from Storm. Gringo cutter from Storm to Homicide. Or from Homicide to Storm. Just like boom, 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 boom. Awesome. Uh, beer money roll to the outside. Homicide and Hernandez get each other hyped up, and her like Hernandez like Homicide looks at Hernandez, he's like, "Do it, do it, throw me!" And Hernandez grabs yes. Homicide, picks oh, him up, so good. and throws him to the outside, border tossing him into Beer Money. Like it's so it's, beautiful, it's the fact that he like it was Homicide's idea. Like Homicide yeah. like looks out and looks at Hernandez, he's just like, "Throw me, throw me, throw me!" And Hernandez is like, "What?" He's like, "Throw me!" And so yeah, Hernandez picks him up and chucks throw him to the me, outside. God, the audience. Another that was awesome chant. Hernandez gets yes. Rude back in the ring. He runs at Rude, who yanks the ropes down and low bridges Hernandez to the outside. Rude runs at Hernandez, but Hernandez catches him and sets him up for a power bomb, but eats a low blow from Jackie, who is then attacked by Salinas, who is pulled back by Hector. 
Homicide dodges a last call super kick from Storm in the ring and sets up Storm from the Gringo Killer. But Rude runs in the ring and cracks him across the face with a beer bottle, setting up Storm to get the pin and the win. Your winners and new tag team champions in 14 minutes and 15 seconds are beer money. Sorry about your damn luck. What do you best, think, Jesse? Like, okay, sorry. The best like convincing line for me was actually after they hit the the beer bottle. Don West just goes, "Oh damn! Yeah. Oh damn!" <laughs> like it's this. the most convincing thing oh, yeah. that he did, and I was like, "This is good. That's that's the Don West I like." Because yes. um, <laughs> he was just into it. He's like, "Oh no, man! It was great. Um, it's just really good. Fucking, it's a great this match. Is, this is my favorite LAX. Like, I just love." Like, I love certain kinds of heels and stuff, but just, it's amazing when a tag team or a, a faction have been heels forever, and then when they turn face, the camaraderie level, it's like, it's a thing with, like, the Shield. I was about to say, it, the only that, other team to pull that off is the Shield. Right. <laughs> um, you know, imagine if DIY started evil first, though. No. <laughs> but yeah. It's, um, it's impossible, that's just because the, Johnny Gargano is a, a great, little angel. It's such a great... Killed Alistair Black. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> we're good on top of it. But no, it's great. Like, LAX is great. I will, you know what? I've decided I'll be forever be upset and salty that Hernandez has never been like a world champion. World champion. Yeah. He, he is a boy. He is a boy. He like, is a homicide, boy. boy. Like, I, am, God. I am adopting Homicide as a boy. Homicide <laughs> is my boy. I love I think homicide. he's won the Ring of Honor championship, though, once or twice. Homicide? Yeah. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, like early on. No, I'm curious. Championships and accomplishments. Ring of Honor. Yeah, he won the Ring of Honor World title one time. That's awesome. Good for him. Anyway, uh, what'd you think, Nibs? I thought it was really good. I don't... The one thing that I'm noticing, like, between TNA matches and WWE matches, god damn, the refs are just not observant. Yep observant yep. of shit and TNA like I didn't notice this broken glass in my ring because I'm unprofessional it's like <laughs> it's everywhere you motherfucker I, I you're didn't write sitting that down. on it I didn't write that down but I did notice that that there was broken glass all over the ring like he was counting the pin and could have cut his hand open because of yeah, all the yeah it's just glass. like dude I, I don't get it. and it's brown glass on a white end yes <laughs> yep oh my god I didn't even think about that yeah, other than that, the match was phenomenal. That drive-by, like, powerbomb move on Rose. Yes. So good. Yes. Like, but yeah. LA, like <laughs> what I wouldn't give, honestly, because those dudes can still go. Uh, they wrestled at yeah. Slammiversary. Awesome. I would give anything for LAX to just show up on SmackDown and just fucking destroy the tag team division. Like, yes. oh my that god. So like, cool. They're both in their guys? 40s. 41 oh and 40. Five. They're still going. Also, yeah. Hern yeah. Hernandez can still do that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, so I, we're gonna tangent a little bit to like recent Impact Wrestling. So there's a new incarnation of LAX. Uh, two new guys uh, led by Conan with a with a third guy sort of tagging along, and then Conan gets taken out, and the and the third guy like takes over, and they win the tag titles, and then Conan comes back and talks to the, the I can't remember the guy's name who's like the new leader of LAX, and he was just like. You took me out. Like I took you in as a kid. I protected you. You took me out. And he was just like, you know what? I did. I took you out, Conan, because you're holding us back. We won the titles without you. And then he was like, you're going to side with me or you're going to side with him? And the two new members of LAX sided with Conan. And out of nowhere, Homicide and Hernandez showed up and took Conan out. They hadn't been in TNA for years. 
Yeah, and they for like show five, back six up. Years. They show back up out of nowhere earlier this year, and they had LAX versus LAX at uh, Slammiversary in June, one of the best matches of the year. They had on Impact in like August. They had a an LAX versus LAX like street fight. Go out of your way to watch that. It is incredible. I I would do anything to get LAX in the WWE because they can still go. Like Dude, give I've them a title run. Way. Oh my god! Like that's there's a like, watching through these shows. Is it like I've I've fallen more in love with Christian, though I already liked Christian a lot. I've just been reminded of how good Kurt Angle and AJ are. And I have just fucking become the biggest LAX mark in the fucking world. Because they're just so good. Yeah, they are. Also, uh yes, Homicide was the eighth person to hold the Ring of Honor Championship. He beat Daniel Bryan for it. He yeah. ended, oh, wow. He ended Daniel Bryan's five four hundred and sixty-two day title reign. Fucking homicide! Yep. <laughs> so, beer money win, and they get to celebrate for about 20 seconds before we cut to the back with Nash talking to Sting. Uh, you can tell no, no, how no, no, little... No. Yeah? Real quick. The yes. way they cut it, uh-huh. fucking Don West just goes, and we just heard that Nash is high above the Raptors yep. right yep. now. Yep. Immediately cuts to a quiet arena. Uh, yeah, so, so Nash refers to oh. Sting as Steve. And then, so, yeah, when DW and Tanae throw to the backstage segment, they said TNA cameras have met up with Sting and Kevin Nash in the rafters, implying it was a live shot. But in that shot, you can see below, and you can see the empty seats. Like, you can see the empty seats below them. Hilarious. That's just how high the rafters are, man. Right? Uh, All right, next. It's the, 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 not the first, but certainly not the last match in the Fire Russo Invitational. Jay Lethal versus uh, Sanjay Dutt. Invitational. In a black tie <laughs> brawl and chain match. So basically, they're chained, to get, they're chained together, and you win by either pinning your opponent or stripping the tucks off of your opponent. Boy. Uh, Mike Tanay says it best when Sanjay Dutt is making his entrance. Quote, not sure, to where to, not, sure to, not sure where to go to first here. You and me both, Mike. Yep. Uh, Sanjay doesn't want to be chained up which I understand I wouldn't want to be chained up by skeezy ref Slick Johnson either uh, oh you well, forgot uh, you I, forgot what's that Slick Johnson the third man in this matchup he's the ref Mike yeah. he's oh, the God. fucking referee yeah. not the third man in the match also the fucking video game footage starts showing up at okay, this I didn't, match I didn't yeah, realize yeah, yeah. that this was this match because I first noticed it when Rhino made his entrance later yeah no it was when uh, Jay Lethal was Jay, coming out Jay it's just Lethal. like wait what is yeah, this? Yeah, that's, we'll yeah, talk about oh they got a game coming out we'll talk okay. about this now so um it, yeah, when they were making their entrances, because like TNA does it like so WWE. When you make your entrance in WWE, there is the camera usually just focuses on your entrance. The Titantron is a is a is a you know little bit of an accent, but in TNA, your music will hit, and the you'll go full screen on the Titantron for a few seconds before the wrestler makes their entrance. And so on this ep- or on this pay per view. TNA's got a video game coming out like a month after this, or like four weeks after this pay per view airs, or so, maybe three. Uh, and so they show a second of the Titan trying like they normally would. Then they cut to footage of them making their entrance in the TNA wrestling video game coming yeah, out. Yeah, it's weird. It was, it just felt like, like a company that doesn't know how to promote themselves well. Of course not. Cause like, like, listen, was it? WWE, uh, well, actually there isn't really one cause it used to be every year. Hell in a Cell was presented by WWE 2K whatever. Because Hell in a Cell would always come at around the time the video game came out. 
And so when you would have your interstitials in the pay-per-view, they would say, or like promoting the pay-per-view on Raw, they'd say, you know, brought to you by WWE 2K whatever, and they show footage from the game. That's how you promote that. You don't just do it in... It was weird. Uh, So the ref is chaining up Sanjay. And as the ref is chaining up Sanjay, Jay takes the chain off of his arm and chains it to the rope. Yeah, it's like, what what kind of lock chain is that where you can just like, oh, slip out of it, whatever. And so he turns around and just batters a helpless dut while the ref undoes the chain. The chain gets in between Jay's leg as the ref chains Jay back up and Sanjay grabs the chain and just yanks it into Jay's crotch right as the bell rings. Just like, let's just, let's get this match. Like, this match is going to be a kick in the shit show. This match is going to be a kick in the ball. So, like, it's an appropriate way to start it. Uh, Sanjay takes control and beats up Jay as he keeps looking into the camera, being creepy as all hell. Uh, Jay dodges a fist drop and takes control, ripping, ripping the arm off of Sanjay's tux jacket and then rips his shirt open and throws him to the outside. As you can hear, the first few fans start to chant, Fire Russo. Sanjay I just want to point out, yeah? I just want to point out, it was at that, it was at that close-up on Sanjay where I'm just like, well, now I'm just distracted by his excuse of sideburns. <laughs> right? Whatever the hell that was. It's, it's just... So, it's so bad. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the sideburn version of, like, the douche strap beard that's just, like, the one line that goes around your beard. It's, like, the sideburn version of that. It's so bad. Uh Sanjay climbs over the barricade and walks into the crowd. I don't know why you're chained together. And Jay yanks the chain back, sending him flying over the barricade. Jay gets Sanjay against the ring post and wraps, like, goes around him and wraps the chain around him, which is pretty clever, but he punches Dutt. Sanjay dodges it and then takes control, getting himself untied and getting them both back in the ring. Jay gets the chain wrapped around Sanjay's throat and sends him to the outside and just yanks on the chain in the ring, fucking hanging him? Jesus Christ. It's so insane. Fire, Rooster. So cow well, I mean, oh, Sorry, go ahead. They, they're doing what they can with a fucking tux. They're wearing tuxes yep. and, and they're they have a together. chain. Yeah. Oh my god. They're doing what they can. And yep. it's they're, like, they're doing okay. Like so as San, <laughs> as as Jay is murdering Sanjay, uh, SoCal Val reasonably doesn't want to be an accessory to a murder, so she leaves. Uh instead of trying to help, just Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna leave. Fuck it. I'm witness to it, but that's yep. not me. Sanjay, <laughs> that's not me, bro. Sanjay gets Jay against the barricade and taunts Jay's family, who are all wearing what appeared to be homemade Jay Lethal shirts. Then the crowd turned on the match. They that's get when back the in, boring chance kicks. They get back in the ring and huge boring chance break out as Sanjay beats up Jay. Sanjay gets on the top rope and Jay, it's actually pretty cool. Sanjay gets on the top rope and Jay like snaps the chain and Sanjay just. Sends him, goes flying across the ring. Jay takes advantage God. and whips Dutt around the ring with the chain. He attempts a lethal combination, but Sanjay fights out. But Jay takes advantage with a really good-looking face buster. And this is when the Fire Russo chants get some momentum, and they fill the arena. Yep. Thankfully. This is the beginning. Thankfully. It's ain't the beginning. They were doing this a year ago at Lockdown 2007. 
No, 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 no. Or, or, of the big chance. Like, okay. Uh, no. For, for this specific section. Okay, I was about to say, because Destination X 2007 at the fucking last rights match. Uh, no, no, I know. Oh, I got you. I see what you're saying. But thankfully, Jay hits Dutt with a lethal combination, climbs to the top, and hits Sanjay with the elbow for the win in, what, 11 minutes, 14 seconds? You mean it wasn't 45 minutes? Right. <laughs> it took, I'm, I'm about it that. Felt I'm about like, that right now, too. What, what are you talking about? RR is just in full effect, <laughs> and it's clearly glorious. Like <laughs> RR mania is running rampant. Yeah! Bro. Um, Bro. It's, like, it's so disappointing, because we saw what those dudes could do together last, last time. They had a great match at Victory Road. But then they throw and them in the And then they were literally chain chained down. Yeah. What, what did, I mean, I, I, I don't know how deep we need to go into this, but what did you think, Jesse? Um, we need a counter now because this is two um, pay per views that we have watched for this uh, whole thing with uh, Fire Russo chance. Yep. Second one. Yep. And it's not ending here, by the way. Oh, boy. Is that happening? And we only got it two shows happened. left. And yep. We do. Boy. Do have two shows left. Oh, oh! I think I'm I not might spoiling know. nothing. I I know there's. I don't even want to call it a match, but there's yeah, something on the next show. You know what I'm talking oh, about? No, it's not. Oh no, it's not the next show. Okay. That I'm anyway. talking about. Anyway, what do you think, okay. Noobs? God. So there could be two. <laughs> what do you think? It, like I said before, it they did their best with what they had absolutely had been given. It the one thing that. What I really enjoyed was when Mike just goes lethal, maintains control by hanging on through the chain when he threw Sonjay over the top rope. And it's like, <laughs> yes, Mike, that's what a handcuff fucking is. When you're attached to someone by the chain, that's how you hang on. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, like, it's really, maintain it's really great. control of his throat. Yeah. Another great reference. Another great um, reason to say the refs in TNA are dog shit. Like. <laughs> Slick Johnson ran around them when uh, Sanjay took a pin. Yeah. Like, it, it was like a run around like he did a lap. And he <laughs> comes down. Like, it was three seconds before he started the count. And you're just like, what are you doing? God, yeah, no. you got to wear that bow tie. <laughs> we understand it sucks. But, but... <laughs> no, no. He's not allowed to complain about anything. He has to wear the bow tie, but they let him wear his shorts. So he can't right. complain. He got the shorts. God, it was, yeah, it was like, it's such a, like, I don't want to, like, it's not the, it's not these guys. Like, Sanjay Dutt and Jay Lethal are two of the most talented wrestlers to ever race up a pair of boots. Like, they have incredible chemistry together. They are so good, so talented. But there is only so much chicken salad you can make out of chicken shit. And they yep. just couldn't, like, and when you, when you wrap the chicken shit up in a tux and put a chain on it, there's only so much you can do. That is I very made a great true. chicken salad sandwich the other day, by the way. Oh, nice. They have one of those. <laughs> have they spread around the chicken salad chick restaurants? Y'all have any of those where y'all are? Because those things are huge. No. Oh, my God. There's, I, we're going on. Like, anyway, there's like these like, <laughs> chain of like, it, all they do is chicken salad. And they do. I went in one the other day. <laughs> I thought you were about to like correct course and go back. No. But you started talking no. about chicken salad again. <laughs> no, they're actually like they all they sell is chicken salad. I went in one the other day to like pick something up for somebody. And it was like 50 middle-aged women in there just just going buck wild. Like, man, you turn on a Nora Ephron movie, that place get turned the fuck up. So we cut to the back with JP interviewing Booker and Charmel. <laughs> 
Oh boy, uh, do we ever. Booker oh, has boy. the belt and refers to JB as Jeremiah, <laughs> lamenting that the locker room is crap. All around me is crap. First uh, oh, says thing, that, yeah. First things first, Jeremiah. Look around you. Jeremiah just, JB just starts looking around like it's not a rhetorical question. Just like, <laughs> which was great. I've been told what to do. I, <laughs> I, that's, so I love JB because JB is like a gullible 13 year old kid who goes and tattles to the teacher. He's the best. And he looks he really and, and he's got a baby face. He look like he looks 12 and like in his face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Booker says that he knows Sting's agenda, that Sting has issues that he's vowed to take care of himself, like Samoa Joe. Booker says that Sting sometimes, doesn't respect Joe. Sometimes we are alike. I don't think that has ever been said by anyone when talking about you and Sting, Booker. <laughs> I don't think so. You, you are it's never so alike. Like, I mean, it's they're so both confusing. former WCW champions. Huh? Uh, Booker I calls, guess? Yeah. I Booker calls Joe a backyard trailer park wannabe independent worker. Because uh, fuck all of you two TNA made guys in the yeah. business. You ain't getting over for shit. Nope, never. I love that Booker is insisting that he's the real world champ. Uh, Charmel pours in some champagne and we're out. Video package. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna walk over. Booker's attempt of seeing God in that champagne glass. Oh God, I forgot about that. Yeah, like he, I got a few screen caps of that we may did. throw up on Twitter. We'll up on By Twitter, the way, we yeah. have a Twitter account. Yeah, we'll get to um, yeah. At we'll get to that, but it's just like we'll, we'll plug that at the end. But yeah, at Pastamania the pod. pod, the pod. Holy <laughs> shit! He takes a sip of it, smiles like he just got hit with ecstasy. <laughs> looks at the <laughs> looks at the champagne glass. Looks down and coddles it almost, and then cut. <laughs> it was probably it was probably Booker T brand. I yeah, need to get Booker, a gift the of Booker that. brand champagne. That has to be. Oh uh, god. It, Booker it was T. Charmel Char Champagne. This version of Booker, like I said, it's it's King Booker beats Broken Matt Hardy. Like it's it per it's so good. Uh, yeah. We get a video package for the next match: Christian and Rhino versus Team 3D in a New Jersey street fight. Uh, Ooh, we need another. We need another stipulation, baby. Yep. Dudley's out first as we see the rings surrounded by strings, street signs, and other weapons. Uh, this is where I wrote about the video game entrances. Uh, Christian's out next. All right, listen. This is a small nitpick, but it is an unwritten rule in wrestling. If you're in a street fight, you don't wear wrestling gear. You come out in jeans and a t-shirt. That's yeah. what you wear in a street fight, but Christian and Rhino just come out in their gear. It's a small nitpick, but, like, that's one of the things that makes, like, that the only thing that makes a street fight different from a no-DQ match or an or extreme rules match is the fact that you're wearing jeans. That's the only thing that makes it different, but it's cool. Like, it works. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I mean, but you do also say the instant classic Christian, goddamn right about my retired boy Christian right yes. there. Goddamn fucking yes. right. I will uh, harp on that every time. God, he's seeing so that good. boy wrestle as a treat. He's so good. <laughs> the bell rings, right and the Dudleys right attack here. Christian and Rhino. Uh, quote from Mike today. There we go. Team 3D and Christian. Team 3D tried to sneak in the back door. Yep. 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 There they are. <laughs> this match, about to fuck your ass. This match is the <laughs> Dudley. God. This match is the Dudley special. Punchy kicky, walking bra. Uh, yep. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I had a thing in the 
in the highlight reel, I didn't write. I just put Bubba rhymes violently. <laughs> he was because he was talking about um, how they'd fight in the street fight and stuff, and it rhymed. And I can't remember what it was at all. Did you intentionally call this the highlight reel because that was what Christian's uh, talk show is? Was yeah, that's a good subtle that's nod not, right not, there. No, but sure. No, listen, you take credit for that. Like you always take credit if they if anybody asks you that. It was the me, is yes. Austin. It was me all along. <laughs> <alone. laughs> Uh, so yeah, like there's honestly like the, the first like five minutes of this match are just like battering each other outside. We get a split screen as Devon and Rhino brawl in the crowd while Christian and Bubba fight by the barricade. Christian grabs a Team 3D shirt, spits on it, shoves it in Bubba's face, and then chokes him with it. Great. Mike today puts it best. Christian and brother, brother Ray are high in the stands. We can't really tell what's happening. So you you glossed over this okay one i really enjoyed <laughs> there's a moment where bubba takes one of those like a uh, wet floor signs yes. and comes up to christian hits him with it with enough force to dent a loaf of bread <laughs> like it, it's just yeah. one of the lightest just, <laughs> just barely i remember that i was like what is what they try to sell so... it off like he missed yeah it was so bad and then as they're going into the stands the split screen action, I really enjoyed that. I'm yeah, just like, I thought that shit, was pretty well done. That's like good. Instead like of that, cutting back and forth. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, that doesn't work for every match, but that worked really well for this match. Like this match is the mm-hmm. type of match that that warrants that. Uh like, listen, this match is a, a mess. Like, I don't know what's happening. I think Christian jumps off some steps or some shit at some point. But the crowd is here for this. They are into uh-huh. every single thing that happens in this match. Oh, my God. Except so the, for that one fan that Demon grabbed his Bud Light from and just poured it over, uh, poured it over Rhino's well, hair. Well, they it's handed just like, it to him. Yeah. They handed it to him, but it's like, that's $7 probably. right before that, Christian grabs a friend's beer and drinks it and throws the rest on Bubba. Like, those okay, are that's very fair. Um, fair but no, enough. No, like, actually, but um, they handed it to him. But, you know, absolutely. But, like, that happened, like, a lot... Like a year before this, in 2007, there was it was Team 3D versus LAX, I think, in a very similar, just like falls kind of anywhere, walk and brawl match. And like, yeah, Bubba like grabbed a, fr- a fan's beer and like drank it and threw it on. Yeah, like that's kind of a that was like kind of a staple of uh of Team 3D matches at the time. Except this time, the tables were turned. Uh, a plant in the crowd hands Christian a sign that says, "Christian, use my sign." Christian hits Bubba on the head with it, who responds with a beautiful flare flop, just straight down, gorgeous. And it's revealed that the sign was taped to a metal street sign. I thought that was pretty clever. Like, I really like that. Yeah. I remember that. That was a great spot, yes. even when I first saw it. There was, um, we're back to the ring, right? Like yes, they're we are back. back in the ring at this point, yes. There was one fan, like, they were chanting a TNA chant after Yo, that Christian bump. There were bump. so many TNA chants. That chant, though, during that chant, I don't know if you caught it, but, like, <laughs> Devon is throwing Rhino around. And right when right when one fan, right when Devon passes this one fan who is going, TNA, TNA, like, I'll do it, like, real quick. It's like, I'll do the two TNA chants, and then yeah. the third one is when Devon walks by him. TNA, TNA, ECW, TNA. <laughs> <laughs> he 
just briefly says it. I should get the timestamp for that. It's so, so good. Awesome. Oh just, my god! He like, whispers it into his ear. It's so great. Hey, bro, remember when you were, used to wrestle in Bingo House in Philly? TNA, TNA. <laughs> it was so good. Oh. Man, it's so good. Like this match was is the best type of chaos. Like, stairs get brought in the ring. Devon takes out Rhino. Christian gets Bubba on the steps and tries to hit him with the street sign, but Bubba dodges it, and it's Christian with the full Nelson drop. All right. Christian puts up a stop sign while Devon's, Devon's running at him, and Devon stops like the good driver that he is. <laughs> okay, listen. God. Damn. Credit where it is due. We are eight to ten minutes into this match. The crowd has oh, been man. really into it, and the match has been really fun, and it's finally been earned, and it finally feels right. We get a We Want Tables chant. This is yep. the standard to which all other We Want Tables chants that to be held. Like, it was perfect. They like they waited until like it was the right moment for that chant. They didn't. The, they weren't chanting at the moment the bell rang. They waited. It, it was it was so good. Like I was just like, oh my god. I'm usually annoyed by these, but this is perfect. Like it was like, like I can't put over this crowd enough. Uh, apart uh -huh. from like them dumping, like listen, I was thinking about this the other day. I don't like, like I understand. I don't enjoy it when a crowd dumps on a match, even if the match is terrible. Like I understand, I get it. Like would like like you know, it doesn't matter. Like the match could be like you know the fucking chain match. It was terrible. It was awful. It wasn't fun to watch. But I still, like, don't enjoy, like, I don't get that schadenfreude, like, when they start chanting boring. It's just like, oh, man, they're just trying their best. But other than that, this crowd has been so good. And they finally got to that We Want Tables chant, and it was perfect. I've never heard a We Want Tables chant that good. Like, like two thumbs huge up for this crowd. Uh, yeah, and then, then Devon charges Christian. Christian hides behind the traffic home with a stop sign on it. Before, before, before Devon uh, can move the cone, he gets hit by a gore from Rhino. Rhino pins, but it's broken up by a drop kick from Bubba. Christian gets to the top rope and delivers beautiful crossbody right onto Bubba for two. Bubba gets on the top rope, but is is incapacitated by Rhino. Bubba sits on the top turnbuckle as Rhino grabs Devon and slams Devon's head into Bubba's dick repeatedly. Oh yeah, they had a ten count. God, that was such a good spot. It was such a good spot. Like these dudes knew the exact type of match they were coming out to do, and they so good. Uh, Christian gets up to where Bubba is on the top turnbuckle to set up for a Hurricane Rana, uh, but Bubba counters it into a top rope power bomb that Christian sells like he died. Like that's one thing. Like Christian's amazing, but like. For a lot of different reasons, people don't often bring up how good of a seller Christian is. Christian can sell like nobody's business. He is so good. Uh, Devon, get the tables. That Christian, table, that... get the ladder. <laughs> table set up on one quarter of the tank. Load the jump program. <laughs> table know. set up. That's on just one what corner. that sounded like to me. Sorry. Absolutely. No, you get ladder set up on set up on the other side of the ring. Must Christian, traditional pylons. <laughs> Christian <laughs> groggily gets up to the top of the ladder and delivers a frog splash onto Bubba that Rhino answers with the gore through the table for the win in 15 minutes and 22 seconds. Johnny Devine runs in with his kendo stick, delivering, as DW said, these kendo shits, stick, stick shots. 
the Dudleys get it, up and batter Christian and Rhino, and oh, it's Abyss's music. Uh, boop, boop, boop. So Abyss is heading to the ring, and Bubba throws a stop sign at him. Doesn't get anywhere <laughs> near Abyss, but nails yeah. a cameraman. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, Abyss gets in the ring, takes out Team 3D, dodges a kendo stick shot from Johnny Devine, and hits him with a black hole slam. Abyss picks up the kendo stick, and the crowd is chanting, do it, do it, do it. But Abyss <laughs> throws it down, seemingly putting his deathmatch past behind him. Noobs, what'd you think about this match? I loved it. This is right? the one that I was saying, like, time, like um, notes-wise, it had the most notes for me. There's just so many good moments. I didn't care for the Christian bump that was on the stairs because you couldn't see what happened. Yeah. So it's like, uh, that doesn't feel right to sacrifice yourself like that. Absolutely. But um, the other thing that I loved that was kind of, they never commented on it, Bubba was selling after the abyss attack uh-huh. so well that it happened off camera because abyss is in the ring looking all menacing with his music playing and Bubba looks like a drunk college student after college game day just standing there just kind of like twirling <laughs> a little bit just like oh god what can I do and then a camera cuts to a close up on abyss's face Yes. And when when the cut happens, you can see Abyss move vertically. <laughs> like you can see a bit of a, a like a little like tremble in his yeah. in his height change. And then they cut back to the ring, and Bubba is just flat on his ass. Oh, and it's so one good. of those moments where you're like, oh, I wish I saw that bump. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> god, yeah. yeah. Like, oh my god, what do you think, Jesse? Um, it was really good. Uh, I think it's the best. Uh, Dudley's Team 3D match we've had. I I, w- I 100% wrote that down. I cannot yeah. agree with you more. Um, because like you said, it is like their style of match, but they just they're you know what I'm talking about. Don't bring up enough. Bubba's a really good seller too. He's a oh, really good seller. He, and like and like you brought up the Ric Flair thing. He definitely went to the Ric Flair school of selling shit, yep. which is the most entertaining. Like comical but entertaining. Yep, and and he always takes it too. It's fucking great. Um, it's a really good match. The abyss thing keeps happening. I think we yep. finally get uh, an abyss match next month. Yeah, next I don't know if it's Saturday. next month or Bound for Glory, but we'll we'll yeah. we will have an abyss match before we're done here. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I was like not super psyched about this match when I like you know when the show started and it was just was like oh it was. Team 3D and versus Christian and Rhino. It's like well it's TNA pay per view in 2008. Got to have a Team 3D match. You know, can't. You know, yeah. Of course. You know, look at this ring full of TNA originals. Uh, <laughs> but man, like two or three minutes into it, I was sold. It was so much fun. Like by a mile, the best Team 3D match we watched. Like yeah, because that's so just much what they fun, can do, man. Yeah, They're like good at that shit. They 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 knew what they were doing. Like. It was it yep. was a it was chaos. It was walk and brawl. It was punchy kicky. But you have four incredibly talented workers who know how to put on a fucking entertaining match. Like this isn't yep. a technical classic. This isn't like rewriting the rules, but it is entertaining. And God, yeah. it was so much fun. Like I was blown away by how much I enjoyed. It. Like again, we're talking about like match. Like this match flew by. 
like this was what 14 minutes or something like that yeah, 15 minutes yeah this felt did like not a feel straight, like it. just like pummel through it was really yeah good. no like, it worked really well yeah like i i was just like i couldn't believe that was 15 minutes because this felt four times shorter than the fucking match before it like it just broke breeze by it was so much fun can't recommend it enough so good uh we cut to the back with aj uh aj states that this feud is simple he wants to hurt kurt kurt wants to hurt him and if kurt wins tonight he's gonna beat the best of aj styles but he guarantees that kurt will not get up uh Video package for Styles versus Angle. Same story we see in the past few shows. Kurt is convinced that AJ is sleeping with his wife. Wife. We have a last man standing. Ma- what? 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 Mm. So. Yep. Mm. Because this is TNA, you yep. can't have a standard stipulation. This isn't the rules of like we're gonna go like this isn't the rules of a traditional last man standing match. In a normal last man standing match, you win when your opponent can't get up to ref to answer the ref's standing ten count. In this match. You have to pin or submit your opponent first, then you win if they can't answer the 10 count. Boy. Now, I have this next paragraph I wrote before I watched the match. It obliterates the one spot that every last man standing match has, which is that both men are laid out and battered. Both of them on the mat, and the ref starts to count, seeing who will get up first and possibly win. That's the spot you work towards in the type of match, and that rule obliterates it, because the 10 count is only for one wrestler at a time, except... That's not the case. He still starts to deliver the standing 10 count when both guys are down in the match. It oh. it it defeats everything because why oh. would you go for a pin after a suplex? Why would you go for a pin after one finishing yep. move when you know yep. even if he kicks out at three, he's getting up? Yep. Yep. <sighs> Just, yeah, like it's... There's your Russo writing, motherfucker. It's, yeah, it's d- just like, dot RR, baby. It's just like they can't. It's just like, just do this. Just do this one thing. Like, it's. Last Man Stadium match is a perfect stipulation. You don't need to change it. Anyway. I forgot that existed. And when they brought up that rule, God. I was like, oh my God. It, like, it's it, not even, like, I, super bad. It's just unnecessary. But it, spe- it, Speaking of unnecessary, one moment here. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Fucking, fucking Kurt Angle's method of wrestling at the start of this match makes absolutely no sense when you think of Kurt Angle as the wrestler that he is. Yep. Because like, he, like, he starts it by running, just running away. and cowering and yep. baiting and stuff like that. It's like, what the yep. fuck is this? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it makes it's, no It's just it's so something. terrible. Yep. Bringing them down. Uh, do you have so? Do you have something else you wanted to say, Jesse? Um, the pin always pulled me out of it. It janked yep. me up every time. But, it happened, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Yep. So that being said, this match is a masterpiece. Uh, so, oh, of course, because those, those, those <laughs> two motherfuckers will make. Yep. They can make chicken yep. salad yes. out of chicken shit. They uh, absolutely can. Oh, yeah. Kurt, somehow. Go ahead, noobs. Mm-mm. Okay. Kurt Angle is out first, and you know what? It was really nice of WWE to allow TNA to use the worst track off of John Cena's rap album for Kurt Angle's theme. That was cool. <laughs> also, I need Kurt Angle's hoodie. <laughs> yes, you do. 100%. For those of you that don't know, 
like if I were to ever become a WWE, if I were ever to become a, like an independent wrestler or something like that, my alter ego is Uncle Slam. I am, yes, it's just American like, everything. This and is a a super like like okay. So if you don't know, go look up wrestler named the Patriot uh, by the name of Del Wilkes. He wrestled in a red, white, and blue like luchador style mask. Noobs owns that mask. Yep, I can I can throw like we could throw it out on our Twitter hashtag. Yeah, we'll, throw that, we'll put that on Twitter. We'll put that if on you hashtag out, at Passamania Pod on yes, Twitter. Maybe you slam. can get maybe you can get managed by the dude who does wrestling with regret. Oh God, I don't yeah. know that reference. It's a it's a, uh, YouTube, it's a channel. YouTube channel. It's not bad. Uh, I think his name is Brian Zane, and he yeah. is actually a. Uh, independent uh wrestling manager and stuff and he that doesn't wrestling regret's kind of fun um uh regret by the way spelled w-r-e-g yeah. yeah 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 and his so his logo is w with a cubed with the three up yeah top. West, yeah that's clever yeah it's, uh it's wrestling with regret <laughs> yeah like russo writing uh yeah so yeah like we were talking about the match starts with kurt running from aj going to the outside uh and like spitting at aj but then he does the old i always i always associate this spot with wcw where the heel runs to the outside, the babyface chases. The heel runs back in the ring, and as the babyface is entering the ring, the do the heel attacks him. Like that was a standard WCW spot, like in the mid '90s. And now, pretty much the only time you see it nowadays, Baron Corbin does that spot a lot. Uh, he I does, do, but he does that does that run around the the corner. Yes, thing I, like, I all I the like, time. I like that spot if it works in the character, and yeah, that doesn't fit into Angle's character. Uh, so it doesn't. The, it's just it, it oh, doesn't, he's a mad wrestler, right? Oh, like, sorry. They get back in the ring. Kurt slows the match down immediately, battering AJ for a minute, locking in a headlock. Uh, AJ works out of and just cracks Kurt in the forehead with a punch. Like you could hear it. He mm -hmm. connected with that punch. Yeah, that was vicious. It was like holy yeah. shit. Uh, AJ sends Kurt to the outside, hits him with a great suicide dive, uh, pinning just for a two count. And also, apparently, it's false count anywhere because AJ pins him on the floor. Uh, Kurt sends AJ over the barricade. AJ jumps to the jumps on the barricade and then springboards to Kurt to try and catch him in a DDT. But Kurt stops him and suplexes him into the barricade. Great spot. Angle staggers towards the entrance and AJ catches him. Kurt takes the upper hand and sets AJ up for a suplex that AJ prevents and then reverses it to suplex Kurt onto the ramp. Great. AJ and Kurt fight next to the entrance, like on the entrance stage, like on the side of the entrance stage. Kurt suplexes AJ uh, to the floor. AJ flips out of it, but he doesn't land on his feet. But then when he gets up and like on his feet and recovers, Kurt just hits him with one of the most beautiful somersaults I have ever seen. Just, <laughs> oh God, it was so good. This is masterclass wrestling. Mm -hmm. this, this is so good. God. Kurt gets AJ back in the ring and slows things down again with a headlock that AJ fights out of. He pushes Kurt into the corner, and the ref starts a five count, which makes no sense because this is a no-DQ match. Anyway, yep. AJ breaks the hold and hits Kurt with a drop kick. AJ gets Kurt... Okay, this is great. AJ gets Kurt in the torture rack and then finishes it by spinning him into a blue thunderbomb. Oh, my God. Beautiful. <laughs> AJ, AJ don't you know AJ created all those moves? AJ created professional wrestling. You could probably yes, convince please. me of that. Uh, AJ gets to the top rope. Angle runs up. AJ pushes him off. AJ goes for a hurricane Rana. The angle counters into a power bomb and sets up AJ's for a styles clash. He can't hook the arms and AJ counters it into an ankle lock. Angle almost gets to the rope, but AJ yanks him back and angle taps out. And here lies the fundamental kayfabe flaw with the extra rule in this match. Yep. Kayfabe, 
why wouldn't you immediately tap out, which will make your opponent have to break the hold, then just jump back up? Because it's technically a no DQ, Adam, but previously they treated it as a DQ match. Yep. Anyway. No one knows the rules to this match. Fucking no one. Anyway. Welcome to RR Writing. Welcome to Russo Writing, where the rules don't matter. Yes. Uh, Points are made up. Bullshit. Kurt gets up at nine and then punches AJ in the dick. Uh, Angle hit AJ with about 47 suplexes and then goes to the angle slam, but AJ hits Kurt with the Pele kick with his like last burst of life. Angle throws AJ off the top rope and goes for a pin and gets the three, but AJ kicks out at like 3.1. There was a bit of confusion, but the ref starts counting anyway. Yep. AJ gets up at seven and Angle hits him with an angle slam and the ref starts counting again. AJ gets up. And Angle goes for the slam again, but AJ rolls through and hits Angle it hits uh, Angle with the style slash for the pin. But Angle gets up at nine. Angle gets to the rope, and AJ jumps up there with him. Falling backwards, DDT and Kurt from the top rope to the mat. AJ drapes his arm on Kurt for the pin. The ref starts counting. AJ slowly gets up, and Angle doesn't move as the ref counts to ten, with AJ winning in 24 minutes and 50 seconds masterpiece that flew those 24 minutes flew Flew by by. angle aj celebrates in the entrance as paramedics come to the ring to stretch her angle out until aj runs back in the ring and suplexes kurt again also aj's music playing the entire time which i was a really nice touch lights out while aj gets back to the entrance lights come back up sting hits aj with a scorpion death drop kevin nash comes from the back and asks aj or asks sting what's he's doing so this is obviously the formation of the Manifest Mafia. Hey Jesse, what'd you think? I fucking hate Sting. Um, <laughs> I, I just don't fucking like it. His reasoning is bullshit. Like, I, look, I meant. Look, let's start. To, I I know. I, I meant know. for the match. For what it's, you think about it's the a, match. it's a masterpiece with shit rules. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> so somehow somehow these motherfakers these motherfakers yeah these motherfakers these. Somehow these bastards made a fucking like Jackson Pollock painting without brushes. Okay, so yeah, fuck you it's... know shit. Fuck rules. Great, great results. Fine. Fire Russo. Ding. We're gonna go all the way back to Joe talking about letting the young guys lead the way, and all these old guard guys are dicks yeah. and they suck and they need to get the fuck out of here. And somehow, somehow stings in the right. Somehow Sting is doing justice because these kids don't know. They don't fucking get it. Sting. Sting says this. This is Sting's point. This is Sting's plan is that the young guys are full of shit. Sting. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. I do have a a new, we have a new segment on the show and I'm not being facetious here. I do Uh have the aftermath. And what happens uh, with some of the stuff between this and the next pay-per-view. I promise we'll get there, and you can yell cool. about it more later. I'm done. Uh, what do you think, noobs? Yeah, motherfaker. Oh, my got? God, motherfaker. <laughs> that's like that's like me naming naming our Watchamanias on here, dude. Holy shit. You can have that. I don't know what I'd do with it. Take it. I don't know. Like, No, trust me. Like, Super Show, I was thinking about it, like, calling it, like, 
the overgiver versus KKK or something like that. Listen, you can <laughs> like, name it whatever you want. I'm gonna name it asleep in my bed because yeah, it's four much. in the morning. It's like the, what? It's the slowdown for all of us. Mm-hmm. It's the super slowdown. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna wake up and watch it the next morning. Uh huh. I'm gonna force Lammy to watch him because he's gonna be in town. Oh, um, nice. But anyway, I really enjoyed the match. Stipulation aside, God. just the dog shit. That Styles clash that Angle had two uh two styles giving angle the angle lock was one of the yes no that cooler was reverses oh, i have seen brilliant it just i i i do love nash showing up like the disappointed father like yeah. just like what what what's what happening what no do? no man he's the betrayed frat bro were you doing yes. bro and, like, dude that's not cool party and rules. then like party rules it just it, the the message that I'm getting, just because I obviously don't know much about the TNA show at this time, like I'm yeah. not watching, I'm just watching pay per view to pay per view. It's like to me, it's just this thing is like, yeah, you better not think you're getting over if you're a TNA original. Damn it! Yeah. Like it's just like he attacked Samoa Joe. Then he, even though Samoa Joe's attack felt a little more, it felt a little more right on Sting's behalf. It's like, hey, stop killing Booker T. Like, yeah. don't commit a hate crime, please. <laughs> but it's like, and th- this one is just like, the entire pay-per-view was like, Sting, what What are you doing here? Back, You're not on the card. What are you day. doing here? And he just doesn't respond. And it's just yeah. like, he just attacks AJ for what appears to be no reason here. and Which well, I'm I sure they're like, going to explain on the next TNA episode. I mean, but honestly. Guess what? I, I'm not going to watch. I would, honestly, I feel like, like, I think him doing that to AJ is more justifiable than him doing it to Samoa Joe at the last show. Because AJ, like, the... the it's because he went back to attack Kurt. Yeah, but, because, but what because annoys like, the shit out of me is that Kurt's not one of them. Kurt's not Kevin Nash or Booker, or he's not He's not in that he's group. Been, like, in that at, s- at this point, he's been... Kurt's been wrestling for less than 10 years in 2008. Yeah, and he's and he showed up TNA, you know, like, like them, just because he was more... Uh, famous and stuff in the first half of this decade yeah. in WWE, and it and that's the message it sends. Not that they don't respect the old guard, is that they don't fucking care about these assholes yeah. from the other well, company listen, taking yes. their spots. Sorry. We'll get there. We'll get there later. I understand you oh, hate really? the main event we'll mafia because that's what this is. This is the creation of the main event mafia. Slow, slow, stupid burn. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like it was, yeah, I, I understand, like because Joe didn't beat down Booker T that bad. It was no reason for Sting to show up, but like. In kayfabe, in kayfabe, Kurt Angle has, you know, neck problems. AJ gave him a DDT from the top rope. That'll break your neck. AJ then went and gave him a suplex that targeted Kurt's neck. Like, I, that, I feel like, makes more sense than the Joe thing. Like, if they had done this first, and this was when Sting showed up, I think, anyway, it would have made more sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like, that's where we're headed. Main Event Mafia and all that. We'll talk about that in a bit. But now it's time for our main event. Uh, Jesse doing this Jesse doing his best R2D2 impression. 
Uh, that, that, was that was noobs, noobs. motherfucker. That's noobs. Listen, I don't have... I just heard a scream. I don't know who does a scream. A scream is the same either way. I didn't have TeamSpeak open. I didn't see whose <laughs> bubble went up. Uh, My little blue bubble light up, you motherfucker. <laughs> we have Your main event of the evening. Yeah, we have a six sides of steel weapon match. Booker T versus Samoa Joe. Uh, JB gives the. Yeah, can I just say every time they said with weapons, I just felt weird. Yep, like they had to just like shove that there. Six sides of steel with weapons, with yep. weapons, with weapons. Yep, it's yeah. But hey, like, it's with weapons, you guys. Right. Um. But yeah, I. JB gave the introductions, and we finally like, we have the video package, we have the entrances. JB gives the introduction, and I look, and there is like fourteen minutes left on this show. <laughs> like there is. Yeah, no, no time and, by the time guess the bell what, rings. Guess what they use that build-up time for? Two promo packages! Yep. Well, to be fair... No reasons set, for it! Two well, sets to, of promo well, packages. To be fair, it is the like precedent they've set with the main events. Like You always have the backstage entrance and the video package for the competitors in the main event. Yeah, I don't mind that, because it makes just, the main events... Tiring. Yeah, it makes the main events feel larger than life, but... If the main event matches are not delivering on that, it doesn't matter. Right. Like yeah. that's that's the problem. What are we is, watching again? Exactly. Like that's the thing. If like if you're make if you're doing like these promo videos and and wrestler entrances and stuff like that, like backstage entrances for Stone Cold versus The Rock, they make total sense. But like when it is a 12 minute Booker T versus Samoa Joe match, not so much. So mm -hmm. match starts. Bell rings. Uh, both guys walk around uh, just kind of eyeing each other up. Uh, they tie up. Joe takes control with Chops in the corner. And uh, Joe takes control was kind of the overarching theme of this match. Uh, Booker goes for weapons. Joe cuts him off. Joe lays Booker out and grabs a trash can, sets it in his lap, kicks it into Booker's face, and then delivers a senton to the trash can onto Booker's chest, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh He's crowd done that starts, a couple times, and it's always great. Yeah, crowd, as Joe picks up a kendo stick, echoing throughout the arena, Joe is gonna kill you, and then he hits Is that what they were chanting? Yes, yeah. Joe is gonna kill you. That's I where that started. That's the I love of that. Because, like, like, that's come back before, like, Oscar's gonna kill you, and Bailey's gonna hug you. Like, that's come back. It started with Joe. Joe is the oh, originator of that so chant. so awesome, Yeah, because that goes back to, like, Ring of Honor and all that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you remember? I can't remember which pay-per-view we watched, but it was in one of the promos, and it was, Joe is gonna kill you! It was, it was Joe Lockdown. It was the, it, gonna... that, yeah, it was Lockdown. It was when yeah, I yeah. played the intro to Lockdown to that's start right. this whole endeavor. It was Joe yelling, Joe is gonna, yeah. Uh, Booker no, takes control, cracking Joe with the crushed trash can. He swings at Joe with a hockey stick, and Joe hits him with an enziguri. First of many. Boy, there are some... There are a lot of unprotected headshots on this show. Uh-huh. And, and a lot of them to Christian, which I'm yeah. not okay with. In this <laughs> match and in the street fight. And boy, you wonder why Christian had to retire because of concussion issues. Yeah, I, I don't feel right. And at this point, WWE had stopped that. Like, WWE was done with chair shots by this point because Benoit and TNA didn't give a shit. Because, you know, TNA was, oh, we are wrestling. Cross the line, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, great spot. Joe grabs two trash can lids, pancakes Booker's head with them, 
hits Booker on the back of the head with one and the front of the head with the other. I know we just criticized unprotected chair shots, but that was like a good spot. And they're just trash can lids. <laughs> they're, it's, it's like getting hit with aluminum foil. It's fine. Shut up. I need to sleep tonight. Booker dodges a chair shot and hits the chair with a spinning heel kick, sending it into Joe's head. Joe takes the opportunity to sell and blade and then eats a really bad chair shot to the head from Booker. Trash can lid to Joe's head. Cookie sheet to Joe's head. Booker begins to Who climb brings the, cage. the cookie sheet to a wrestling match? Who brings a hockey hey. stick to a wrestling match? Listen, they're Hockey in New fans. Jersey. They got a lot of shit to them. That's fair. That's fair. That's a good point. But yeah, they bring cookie sheets a lot in uh, uh, TNA matches. It just makes no sense. Yep. Oh, cool. Oh. Uh, Booker uh, begins to climb the cage, but Joe climbs after him, delivering a cutter to Booker from the top rope to the floor. Booker slows the match down, getting Joe in a guillotine submission as the crowd, as the crowd chants, you screwed Brett, towards yep. Earl Hebner. Because Earl Hebner getting fucking booed when he gets announced. It's yep. just... Yep. At this point, that's just like... At this point, it's that's just like... It's like uh, crowds in 2018 chanting, you suck to Kurt Angle. It's just what you do. Uh, yeah. Booker throws a trash can lid at Joe. Joe catches it at his stomach, lifts it up to his face, and then Booker kicks it. Booker and Joe climb the cage, and Joe jumps off the top rope and hits Booker with an enziguri awesome like, yeah super good dude, big boy can dude. fly yeah like Yo, joe goes like, to the match oh. booker is dazed falls crashes himself on the ropes uh baby or baby joe gets his baby face comeback clotheslines followed by a scoop power slam sweet power baby bomb. joe yeah god i want sweet baby raise anyway uh, <laughs> joe plants two chairs in the middle of the ring joe gets booker on the top rope booker fights back joe hits him with an enziguri again Joe gets Booker up for the muscle buster, but Booker fights out and delivers a bookend to Joe onto the chairs for a two count. Booker busts out a spinneroony and hits Joe with a scissor kick, and the lights go out. No, the scissor kick didn't connect. There has not been a single spinneroony to scissor kick yet in this run. Yes. The lights go out for like a really long time. Like a long time. Listen, it's, listen, it's fucking New Jersey, man. Yep. They don't got the right True. shit. When they come back up, Joe has a guitar, and he hits Booker, and he beats <laughs> For the win in 12 minutes and 44 seconds. The guitar wasn't in the ring when the match started, and the announcers freak out. Don West asking, does this mean that he's back? Referring, of course, to J-E-double-F-L-Kabong! Referring, of course, to J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-T, Jeff Jarrett. And that's the show. Show ends like that. Boy, Adam, when you guys first said this was a very, like, just not a great run for Joe... Yeah, for TNA, I like. Yeah, the last match it was like or the last Booker T match where Booker T stole the title. It's like okay, yeah, I can see how this is starting to turn. Then when he doesn't even come out to defend the title with the title around his waist, yeah, that's bad. And then when he wins due to nefarious purposes, <laughs> yeah, this is dog shit. This like, is fucking dog shit. I told I, you. They thought I, I was crazy. Like, no, listen, kidding. I don't mind. Actually, I don't mind the uh, him not, like, taking the title back from Booker. Because in kayfabe, he was like, no, he took the title back from me. I'm going to earn it back from him. I'm going to do the right way. I'm going to beat him. Then I'm going to take it. I, I get that. That fits into Joe's character because he's a fighting champion. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. It's just, a little silly for me because it felt too early to do something like that. He's only ending, had it for like four months. The ending just didn't. Well, yeah, like uh, he just a material like fucking 
just materialized his guitar in his hand that didn't start in the match. And I don't know if I would say he won it, like, nefariously, because it's a no-DQ match. But yeah, like, where did the guitar come from? The guitar didn't start the match, and he didn't win. Like, if he had hit the guitar, then popped him with a muscle buster, he won with his finish. But he didn't. I think part of that is because they were just out of time. Because, uh, like, there's no way when they booked that show, they booked your the main event at 12 minutes. Uh, it, it's so bad. It's it, just... Like, I feel like the... I think the match was fine. Like, it was entertaining for what it was. They did have just, a... They did have a trash can concerto. Like, it, exactly. I was... Okay, I almost wrote that down. I thought the same thing. When he when he pancaked his head with the trash cans, I was like, oh, you gave him a one-man concerto. What's I have can? it. I have it written down as yeah. a contrash canto? <laughs> just in my Is notes. that a new Pokemon? Listen, I, I was about to say, I'm annoyed that we got the... Tr- Contrash Canto Festival in Pokemon Go right now. I need to catch some Johto Pokemon. Uh, oh, is that that is what? Yeah, I get is. those trubbishes, man. Let's yeah. go. I'm two. I'm two Johto Pokemon away from the gold medal. That I need to catch Celebi. Uh, Fucking nerd. Anyway, <laughs> I caught a 98% Mewtwo today. That motherfucker is real dude, good. Dude, me and Cat were trying to get a Mewtwo today. It didn't work. Uh, was it just the two of you? No, there are other people, but uh-huh. it's. He, yeah. he, I lost all my balls. I don't oh, know what's yeah. going on right That's now. I lose my balls all the time. Uh, hey, yeah. Jesse, what'd you think about the match? I got all right. Hey, Noob, no. what'd you think about the match? <laughs> that was good. That was Boy, <laughs> I, I've already said so my I say. Think, yeah. Real quick. Real yeah. quick, Noobs. I'm going to let you finish, but. Go ahead. Go ahead, um, <laughs> Guitar. No. <laughs> so, yeah, you're talking about how short a match is and stuff. And I, you know what? Like, I always kind of thought this, especially when he came in. I just don't think Booker can go anymore. 12 minutes he's is about really all old. he's got in him. He's like 41, 42 at this point. And yeah. this is a big difference between Booker at 41 and AJ Styles at 41. And he, and he, you know, quote unquote, like retired like just a year or two before that with the, the Cody Rhodes storyline, I think. No, that Could was in wrong. 2012. Was it? Damn. Like, like his okay. last match was like an IC title match on SmackDown against Cody. That wasn't 20. That was right before I started watching wrestling in 2012. Yeah, okay. But there was something else, right? I'm trying to remember what his feud was when he left uh, WWE in like 07. But um, yeah, it's just all weird. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like it's, it's a, like, I don't think it, it wasn't a bad match. Like it was an entertaining match, but it just like the ending felt weird. And yeah, it's like what you said. Like, I, I wouldn't describe Joe's title reign as overtly bad. It's just... Should have been better. It's not what Joe's title reign should have been. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, That's I, I what I've always said. It's like, Joe should have been better. I can't agree with you more. Uh, so, but overall, for for the show, like, I had a lot of fun. Like, the, the, the main event was, like, underwhelming, but still entertaining. The women's match was better than most, like, six women tags we've had so far. The... The chain match was awful. But everything else is pretty good. Tag team match is great. Exhibition title yeah. match is great. And the Dudley's match yeah. was awesome. Like, I was a, a breath of fresh air from uh, from Victory Dudley. Road. Um, yeah. What did you think, noobs, about the show as a whole? show as a whole, I enjoyed it a lot more. Like, I actually was paying attention a lot more this time mm-hmm. around. It was something where it's like, oh, shit, this is actually pretty fucking decent like every once in a while there'd be like oh yeah this is kind of dog shit but hey they're doing what they can especially with the jay lethal and sonjay match yeah they did their best It just like i think what 
I, I look forward to the backstage interviews a lot more than I do the wrestling at certain points. Yeah. Just because yeah. of how insane they've been. Yeah, like book, Broken Booker fucking, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like it's that. fucking Broken Booker T, 100%. Yeah, yeah. So good, like that. Ahead of his uh, time. What'd you think about the show as a whole, uh, Jesse? Everything was good except, like, the chain match. That thing was the worst idea. Like, also, I feel like thematically for, like, their third altercation on a pay-per-view, it just doesn't feel right to that that's where they're going. They're going back to the wedding thing instead of just yeah pushing their hatred for one another more. I mean, it's just... We're not, we're not out of those woods yet. We're not, no. It goes, we're not out of I'm those woods yet. Although, pretty sure it goes to Bound for Glory. I don't know if it goes to Bound for Glory uh, next month. Uh, is a little bit of a, a a peek behind the curtain. Uh, the the sh- the next show it, it is once again Jay Lethal versus Sanjay Dutt. Uh, and it is a they're fighting for SoCal Val's engagement ring, but it's a ladder match. So like I'm hope I have high hopes for that. I think Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt in a ladder match can do a lot of good. I feel like that's that could like it's a dumb story, but I think that could be really good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like overall, like the tag match was great. I'm excited to see what Beer Money's gonna do for these last two shows. I like I like Team 3D, man. Like that was like like that wasn't the best match on the show, but it was the most entertaining. Like peak, I have been it's peak for them for sure. I'm, I'm like I'm definitely over Team 3D coming into the show and really enjoyed that match. And man, Angle and AJ, what can you say? Those guys It's so good. God, those it's guys! So stupidly so good. good. It's they're the two best. Like, like I. So when you talk about what makes a pro wrestler, it's charisma, it's in ring ability, it's uh, how good you are on the mic, all that stuff. There's a lot of uh, uh, you know, factors that make a great pro wrestler, and I feel like if you put all of those together, I will forever contend. That as the total package, the best pro wrestler of all time is Kurt Angle. Yeah. But god damn, AJ Styles is a very close second. Uh-huh. And yeah, you put... And god, they're so good. I think ultimately it comes down to careers, and AJ has had the absolute better career. Yeah, like, I think AJ's catching up. Like, god, like... Yeah, when he's said and done, man, he's gonna be roughly... It's gonna be, speed. like... I think that it's because like feels it just feels like he's got like five more years in him at like, least. I'm kind of like I'm just kind of in a Kurt Angle mark because I'm a sucker for some like some some good like mat based chain wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah that yeah. AJ doesn't do as much anymore. But goddamn, when he does break so, it out, it's so good. So I really want to ask. Um, remember when he f- wrestled with the Shield, and I said that he just looked smaller, like he felt like he had shrunk. Yeah. Having seen him in these matches in 08, do you guys see where I'm coming from with that? Like. Uh, Kinda, but also like if you look back to like lockdown, he looked way smaller at lockdown than he He's did at this show. Skinny. He looked it's skinny weird. at lockdown, and then he bulked up over the course of these shows. Like now, he looks way bigger. But like if you look at the beginning of these shows, he looks way smaller. That's fair. But I see what you're saying. Uh he he looks way different now. Uh, but yeah, like he like I said in the last show. Uh, at 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 uh, Victory Road in that six man tag, Kurt Angle looks like the most in shape human being that has ever existed. 
Right. Like he is a physical specimen at this point. In 2008, Kurt Angle, oh my god. Yeah. Perfection. But yeah, like the show was like it was a great breath of fresh air after uh after Hard Justice or after Victory Road. Good time. Awesome. I wouldn't say I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it goes next. Uh but uh let's 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 take a little let's take a look into the future to the <laughs> aftermath. Okay, so during most I'm only I'm not going to hit on everything. I'm not going to hit on the, like every story. I'm going to hit on like mostly the sting stuff because that's like yes. the big overarching unanswered question. Yeah. So uh, during most of this, I, I just assume that Joe's story is trying to kill Sting. Uh, AJ and Kurt, the next week on Impact, had this really weird match where like they took the ropes off the ring, and it was like we're gonna have like a mat based wrestling match, and like you get po- like there's different rounds, and you would get points for like takedowns. Oh, the collegiate stuff like that. thing, I remember that. It was for the winner yeah. of which would get Kurt's gold medals. Yeah. So they got to the last round and they were tied or something. Lights go out. Lights come back up. Kurt has black baseball bat. Hits AJ. Lights go out. Lights come back up. AJ has a guitar. Hits Kurt. uh, And then takes Kurt's medals. Uh, The next week, they had a ladder match for the gold medals. Uh, They were both on the ladder. Uh, AJ on one side, Kurt on the other. Lights go out. Lights come back up. AJ had a guitar. Cracked Kurt. Knocked him off the ladder. AJ took the gold medals. Huh. Um, week after that, Sting comes out and cuts what, to me, is the biggest heel promo Sting could cut. Yeah. Saying he was this embittered veteran, saying that the new generation are entitled and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he was this and that and the other. And, blah, blah, blah. and then AJ comes to the ring. Sting hands AJ his baseball bat and turns his back to AJ. Tells AJ, do what you gotta do. AJ refuses to do it. AJ throws down the bat. He's like, I'm not gonna hurt, hit you with your back is turned. I don't wanna do that. Sting turns around and takes AJ out with Scorpion Death Drop. Week after that, same thing happened, except that it was Joe instead of AJ. Joe hands his belt, or hands the uh, bat to, AJ, to Joe, turns his back. Joe, like, throws the bat down and, like, pulls out a kendo stick or something. He's like, I can take you out my own thing. Uh, Sting takes out Joe, but then Jeff Jarrett's music hits and Sting says something like, all right, Jeff, you know, I, 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 I'll, I'll be here next week. I want to hear from you next week. Next week, uh, uh, Sting cuts a promo in the ring. It cuts to Joe and the rafters. <laughs> uh, Joe saying that like, oh, Sting, you think I'm a pump. You're actually just scared of me and blah, blah, blah. And at No Surrender, you might be there, but I'm not going to be alone. Then Jeff Jarrett came out holding his guitar, and then we're heading into No Surrender. It's so... (sighs) I don't know fully where this goes, but, you know, Jesse does. In looking at all of this, it seems like the most picture-perfect heel turn that you could have. I suppose it's not, Jesse? For who? Sting. Okay. Um... Hold it's a second. So... Oh, wait, 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 Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. Oh, now, it's time for Jesse to yell about Sting. Sting! Sting! No. <laughs> Wendy! <laughs> oh, man. Um, he... Yeah, 
yeah, like it, it seems. Well, you say it's the perfect heel turn, like like his actions are, are one thing, but he's constantly yeah, but he's constantly proven wrong about like why he's being a heel, See, which seems thing, kind like, of foolish. Like the promo that he cuts, it like like first off where he's just like these young guys are entitled blah 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 is a heel yeah. promo like it is oh, a yes, heel yes. promo yes but but then the bat thing like he's some kind of noble martyr asshole and then he he gets proven wrong when uh aj doesn't hit him but like, i get it like it's a heel turn and that's fine and he he does ultimately turn heel because that's what main event mafia is yeah but but like like the reason that's always been my hang up it's fucking sting Sting has always been justified in his Ding. actions, like, his entire career. Ding up until the- this story, which is, like, the worst thing. And then when the main event mafia, like, is kind of official and he stops wearing the makeup, he barely talks or does anything. He's in the background. He seems like he doesn't want to be part of the group. And then Kurt Angle is the one that talks the most shit. So, yeah, this this seems like, yeah, he's heel. He's going to take charge. He's got to lead it. But it eventually is Kurt Angle just being a by-proxy asshole um, yeah, because like, like, like he shows up and gives like lights go out and lights come back up and somebody's got a bat, but that somebody is heel Kurt Angle, you know, like and he right. he turns his back to to AJ telling him to hit him, knowing that AJ isn't gonna hit him because AJ is more noble than that. And what does he do to AJ? He sucker punches him and he takes him out. Does the same thing to Joe. Like everything he's doing is like heel and like like spoiler alert, <laughs> we got two shows left. Yep, the show is ending. At the end of Samoa Joe's title reign, Sting takes the title from him. Yep, at Bound for Glory. At Bound for Glory. Like, spoiler alert, that's where we're going. And it just, if it was anybody else, there's, there is one, like, O-N-E, parentheses, number one, one wrestler who has ever been good at being a pure white meat babyface. And that is Sting. Yeah. And Dusty Rhodes. But Sting, like, Sting, like, that's it. That's what Sting does. It, yeah. It's so weird. But, but it's like, the same tactics just as a heel. Cause, cause it, it's, it just, it taints his image. And that's why, it, to me, you know, why he doesn't wear the face paint in the main event mafia, which is the worst. Cause Sting without his face paint isn't really Sting. He just looks like an old man. Yeah. He's, he's even with a dumb, with a dumb beard stripe. Uh, yep. But, like, here's the thing. You can have a good gimmick if, like, when it comes to, like, oh, whether you're heel or you act the same heel or face. It just depends on who you're doing it to. That only works if you started as a heel. Yeah. Like, a guy like Bray Wyatt, a guy like Velveteen Dream. Those guys are heel and face, not based off of who they're going up against. It's Or based off of who their, what their actions are. It's who they're going up against. But that doesn't work if you're number one pure babyface thing yeah you know but but you know what though in the history of tna this is only the second worst idea of turning a face into a heel uh-huh because you know who the number one is what's that fucking jeff hardy how'd they turn jeff hardy heel do you not know about immortal no what dude oh, that's hold a second hold a second it's story time with jesse let's go give it to you Dude, that's where the whole uh, Victory Road 2011 or whatever thing is about. That's the that's the end of Hardy Heel. But Immortal, as it was called, was um, just it. 
factions is what it ultimately is, and it's like a reverse main event mafia. It's after the dark times when uh, Bischoff and Hulk Hogan came in as public known figures that controlled and pulled the strings. They were the GMs kind of shit, whatever. Um, And it was a face match at Bound for Glory because they love to do that shit at Bound for Glory because, yeah, you know what they use their WrestleMania for? Massive heel turns for the heels to be up top. God. Um, you've seen this with um, Austin Aries beating Moose. That's just what they do. With that Tom was Slam anniversary. Oh, was it? Yes, it was. My yeah. bad. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Regardless. Um, yeah, so Bound for Glory. Glory 2011. I want to say it's 11. Um, oh, yeah. This is when Sting started doing his Joker gimmick. Oh, God. I forgot about Joker Sting. TTFN. So, yeah. Ta-ta for now. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. I, I You might not know about this, noobs. No. In like in like 2011, <laughs> Sting changed his gimmick to where he changed his face paint to look like the Joker from The Dark Knight, and he like had like a jo- he was like the Joker, like his gimmick was like the Joker. It was so bad. Oh wow, yeah. So Jeff Hardy took the title from Austin Aries at Bound for Glory 2012. Oh, that must have been after Austin Aries won it off of Bobby Roode at Destination X. Yes. Okay. Um, but uh. Yeah, so so Immortal was what it was called, and he just was, I don't know, he was just evil Jeff Hardy. He was a corporate punk-ass boy. So this was 2012, you said? Yeah, so... So this is when he had that god-awful-looking belt. Yes, that's what that belt was. That was the TNA title belt. God, it was so bad. Yeah, and... it just looked like a really bad Mardi Gras thing. Okay, so this ended, and then that's when Jeff came back as Willow! Yeah. God. Um, it, listen, Jeff Hardy was going through some shit at this time. But yeah. we don't need to go super deep into that. It's, <laughs> boy, it's something. Yeah, but no, yeah. Uh, Jeff yeah. Hardy's first but TNA title reign Jeff was Hardy, him as a heel. Jeff Hardy's the other person who doesn't need to be a heel. Jeff Hardy's a lifelong baby face. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that was that was Hard Justice. It was a fun time. Like, overall, really good show. Like, really recommend it. Like, just skip over the Sanjay Dutt match. Everything else on it was super entertaining, including the Kurt Angle versus AJ match, which is a masterpiece. Uh, we've mentioned a few times, but you can find us on Twitter at, at PastaManiaPod. Pasta, Mania, P-O-D. You know, we are, we are, the youth of the nation. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, boy, that one uh, is. Listen, just, you know, it's fucking, you follow us and then, you know, boom, here, here comes the boom, ready or not. Uh, oh, hey, uh, real quick, I have to correct myself. It was Bound for Glory 2010 that Hardy took the title and uh, turned heel against a three-way match with Kurt Angle and Mr. Anderson after a, uh, for the vacant title in like some tournament thing. Mr. Anderson? Yeah, so, Mr. Anderson said Mr. Kennedy. Of course. He's he's yeah. he's Neo. He's the one. Uh, so that was a fun time. It's overall good show. I think we'd all recommend it. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Pastamania Pod. Uh, thank you, noobs. Thank you, Jesse. Oh, thank you, Adam. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. We'll see you guys in two weeks. We will be back with No Surrender. We only have two shows left. No Surrender. Inbound for Glory. And then it is on. Then then we shall be wished well in our future endeavors. Yay! <laughs> I get it. Oh no, wait. The oh. show isn't ending. The show isn't ending. We're just doing oh. a different thing. And man, hey, yeah, I, I gotta beg you next week to get Jeff Jarrett's theme because I really like it. 
Uh, Jeff Jarrett's TNA theme? Okay, yes. I'll, look, I'll look it up. Uh, not going to give any like hints, because I am the only person who knows what we're doing next. Uh, we're getting close. Er. Not going to like give anything away, but it's real good. <laughs> and everybody should be excited for this. It's going to be a bit shorter. It's not going to be like a full, like, this is seven episodes. This isn't going to be that long. It's going to be a little bit shorter. But man, it is... Mm. trust me we will see you guys in two weeks thank you for listening see you later